Wow, that coincided perfectly with the music, everybody. Holy heck. Welcome back to another auspicious ESP and ESP D&D Presents Stormwatch, featuring MCDM Kingdoms and Warfare and all of these beautiful, lovely folk. We are queer witches who play tabletop role-playing games. That's kind of our whole thing. So if you're queer or a witch, you'll find a home here and you'll probably enjoy some of our content. So welcome in everybody. We're so glad to see you. We're glad to have you. I am Essie or Aaron. Either or is acceptable. She, her or she, they in a pinch. And I will be your storyteller for this evening. So before we jump into this D&D 5e x Viking Oracle Tarot x MCDM Kingdoms and Warfare game, we already have one in the queue, by the way. I'm also trying not to drop everything that I pick up today. <laughs> Other fingers. Zoom. Well, it's upside down. <laughs> it's an inverse. Joke's on you, Nick. <laughs> Chaos magic. Yes. So, before we jump into the recap and the lore, we're going to go around the table and have all of these lovely, amazing, talented, and beautiful people introduce themselves so you can see who you're going to be hanging out with tonight. So we're going to start in order, and I need to do promo because I am late on that. I just got back from vacation. We came from AAC 2022, another anime con in Westford? Yeah, it's in Westford these days. Great time. I'm looking forward to podcast number two. Podcast number two with... Mr. Playwright. Mike Ross from Mr. Playwright. So look forward to that. It's going to be live streamed and we're also going to record it. Obviously put it on the <laughs> podcast channel and we'll see y'all there. But in the meantime, we're going to start with Isabits, followed by Ange and then Nick and then Dahlia and then Jeff slash Pathogen and then Avalon. Please remember which order led you recall them because having to be a DM and a producer is hard, y'all. And I ran out of time. I ate this very poorly seasoned Saison dish in like 10 minutes. So while I do the promo, I would leave it to y'all to do the introductions and then we will jump back in. Thank you, everybody. So kick us off, Isabits. I am so glad I get to go first so I don't have to remember what order I'm in. <laughs> um, I am Elizabeth. Um, I am here every other Monday. Um, I am she, her, and I am playing Tara, your Urchinasi monk, who is she, they. And I'm not sure who goes after me. I think it's Ange. I am Angela, uh, Ange for short. Uh, I'm here every other Mondays, and I'm occasionally in the Discord. Uh, I am playing Famous, the Leonin Paladin, who goes by she, they. And I don't know who's next. It's me. All right. Uh, I am Nick or Husky in the chat. Uh, Amberthist on the Twitters and other things. 
uh, and I am playing Clematis Scamperpaw, the Herangon Barbarian Sorcerer. Wild Magic on one, Wild Magic soon to be on the other. And yeah, that's me. Hello, I am Dahlia, she, her, and I will be playing Arluda, the Arcane Trickster. So she, her. Uh, that makes it me. Uh, I'm Jeff, or Fathagan. Um, I'm going to be playing, uh, sorry, my pronouns are he, him, and this evening I'm going to be playing Simeon, whose pronouns are also he, him. We have Battle Master Fighter. And last, I'm Avalon, uh, she, her, or they, them, and I play Rin, usually she, her, but, uh, you know, these things are a little fluid. Um, she is a lore bard, a changeling lore bard. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you, everybody. Ooh, and I got to do a little shout out to Jeff. There we go. And the night, Le Nightbot commands. I don't know why everything is French tonight. And then Avalon. Okay, all right, for DM inspiration or luck points. Changing things up. Who would like to give us a recap since DM inspiration? Some people might want to do a recap and they don't have it. So for one luck point that dissolves by the end of the night tonight or for DM inspiration, who would like to do the recap from last session? Simeon played a traveling spring salesman. <laughs> uh, why not? He learned that one Chumba Wumba song. Um... Okay, Nick, go ahead. You sound like you volunteered. <laughs> no, it's okay. There we go. It's all right. I want to interrupt. You good? You want to? You want to? You want to pass that baton to Avalon? Sure. Yeah, they seemed ready. <laughs> okay. All right, Avalon. All right, go ahead. So. I remember we started in the office of Ginny. Was that her name? Yes. Okay, so yeah, we were in like Ginny's office, um, getting ready to go down to the to the sewers, and uh, she was being sarcastic and annoying. And as we left, I remember Rin uh, threw up a silent spell just to fuck with him. Um, and we went and uh, we went on our way to investigate the sewers. As we were passing through the lower level, though. We came across weird, spooky darkness. Um, after some shenanigans, we learned that it was a young uh, Drider woman that was causing the darkness because she was trying to just stay out of the way and stay alone. Um, she gave us the keys to the sewer, uh, which we promptly returned to um, Ginny and... or Ginny via Defiance. Um... And we went on our way. Um, after a brief bit of exploration in the sewer, we we heard some noises coming from a certain direction. Followed the path, and uh, we found were they Harpers. Am I remembering that right? No, the no, they were Red from Plumes. Hillsfar. Agents of the Red, Red Plumes. Plumes. Thank you. Yep. The Hillsfar Alliance. Name. Yes. Yep. Yes. A couple of Red Plumes and an assassin. Um, it tried to kill and almost succeeded in killing Simeon uh, multiple times but uh, thankfully we managed to um, we managed to keep him up um, and no one actually died thankfully uh, but we, we got the assassin taken care of one of the red plumes taken care of and Rin convinced the other one to uh, concede 
to, to surrender. And that was where we left off. I just want to say Terra beat the snot out of that guy. <clears throat> yes, yeah. yes, she uh, did. Terra got the KB. <laughs> Not just one. <laughs> if I remember right, the remaining Red Plume guy is like, dink! <laughs> He's like an inch away from death. Um, well, that's and, fine. And through, we'll deal with that. Through but... Reasons throughout out, uh, out of his own control, Clem is now blue. Mostly. Yes, out of his <laughs> own control. Blue. He's got those bisexual colors. Yeah. Bright blue. I think the analogy that I used was uh, kind of similar to the girl from the original Charlie on the Chocolate Factory. And oh, yeah, that's the shade. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm just going to open my sound settings real quick. So we're going to get a little bit of lag. Then I am running late. I returned from vacation and immediately logged on here. There's a couple of refreshes. That looks good on my end. Being able to hear me is important. Okay. So welcome in everybody. And uh, we're going to pick up there. You have one prisoner. And who has the highest passive perception again? Hi. Hi, hi, everybody. I weep that it is Simeon. I think mine is pretty ridiculous. What is I mean, what is yours, has... Dahlia? And uh, Dahlia's and Simeon's. And Tara, what's yours again? I saw you raise your hand. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. Bad. All right. Simeon, mine, what's yours again? Mine's a... Uh... Uh, Simmons got a 15. Okay, and uh, Allura? Uh, 20. Wow, okay. There we go. Yeah, yes. so um, uh, this guy uh, is uh, attempting to fish for something in his mouth with his tongue. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I will jut forward and kind of grab him by the jaw. Hey! Okay. I can see that if I were you. See, he's restrained, so I would say... Oh boy. Make an athletics check for me. Okay. Athletics or because you're a rogue, I'll, I'll give you acrobatics just to see if you can kind of look and, you know, manipulate this guy's mouth and jaw so you could reach in there and fish out uh, whatever he's doing. Seven plus seven, 14. 14. Okay, I'm going to have him contest that at disadvantage because he's restrained, but he has his mouth and he can attempt to bite down in your fingers. Okay. Um. <laughs> Ra 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 ra. Uh, Red plume rogue. Not funny. Slow. Disadvantage. We'll go with athletics. Well, it's a natural one. So, uh, Dolly, you just see Dolly run over, kind of grab this guy by the throat with one hand, and kind of just smack the corner of his jaw with another, and then just real quick reach in with her hand and just kind of pull something out, and this guy. Oh, oh, this kind of gags and chokes and rips out kind of a kind of dissolving bit of uh, a dissolving tablet of some kind that seems to have been partially connected to a false tooth. It's too can short. I, can I press to digitate it so it dries and stops like dissolving? Yeah, sure. Whoa, loud, loud noises. Okay, so a little magic yeah, out of your Rin, fingertips. As as uh, as Dahlia, or Allura pulls it out, uh, Dahlia, or Fuck me. <laughs> As Allura pulls it out, Rin sort of looks at it, like squints at it for a second and then just waves a hand to um, dry it. Let's hang on to that. That could be useful later. Well, um, while she's doing that, can I make a medicine check to see if I, to see if Thamus can identify it? Absolutely. Uh, medicine check. I suppose that's a good call. I made assumptions. 
That's a nat 20. So for a total of 24. Okay. Off to a great start, you guys. I'm loving it. That is most certainly some form of self-sabotaging poison. Poison? Poison words are hard, y'all. Also, anyone on the stream can also see the tarot card list. So this is kind of transparency as well. Uh, just because it would be too much work for me to to pause and black out that screen. But all of y'all know that, that PDF I keep talking about. This is the word format of that, but it exists and it's real, so I'm not just making things up off of the top of my head, despite my ability <laughs> to do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, go ahead. So what would y'all like to do after you kind of remove that and discover that this is some kind of uh, insidious self-sabotaging poison he's been trying to ingest? Because we're doing Please all the tropes tonight. <laughs> all the tropes! Please don't. If you wanted to die, you didn't have to throw your weapons down. Are there more of you? <clears throat> he just looks up and... <laughs> Fuck you. I will yeah, slam... I was just gonna slam the hammer, like, right between his legs. <laughs> Try and intimidate him. Make a... Um, make an intimidation check at disadvantage. And Is... I use my Tides of Chaos to make that even. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> if you want to keep using it, go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> as as a very blue bunny comes up to permanently blue until you can remove that, by the way. Just wanted to remind you because there yeah. has to be some consequences. I know you were lamenting over the color palette, but we'll say it's only temporary. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the remove curse thing. So I think my deadline is when our troops get here. Mm. Which is what <laughs> nine days, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, about nine days. Don't even worry about it. You look fine. You look fabulous. That color oh, is great on you. Thank you. Yeah, y'all are moving. I appreciate it exceedingly quickly. There could have been opportunity for rest and everything, but y'all are just really speeding through it. So, um, I will. I got a nine with intimidation. Okay. All right. So he just kind of looks up at you after you try to slam the hammer down and intimidate him, and just <laughs> you think you can intimidate me? Blue man? And I kill him. You want? Allura. No, please Allura, don't. Please. What? What? I, will I will step in between them, towering over, I think, everybody. Yeah, you're very tall, so. Except for me, I'm huffing in your face. <laughs> <laughs> a rabbit Fair. and a lion walk into a bar. Um, but you're not the one I'm trying. You're not the one I I'm gonna okay. attempt to. I'm gonna attempt to intimidate because I can. So and the DC is gonna guy, be the DC is gonna be higher. DC is gonna be this higher. Asshole needs to be put in this place. And it's gonna be at disadvantage. So go ahead and try. Disadvantage. Yep, and a higher DC if someone else is trying it. That's that's fair. Which I like more than just telling you, no, you can't do make a check for this reason. So I'm just, the DC gets gradually higher for every repeated attempt. I don't know why, that's like, I learned how to do that years ago, and I don't know why I just forgot about it. Selective memory, I guess. Damn it, that was a disadvantage. That was good. Nope. Come on. Okay, that's still good. Uh, instead of a 19 on the die, we've got 19 for a total. 19 for a total, okay. So unfortunately, with a higher DC of 20. I figured, I figured, yeah. I also uh, figured a 25 would have been high enough. Yeah, yeah, well, over 20, yep. so. Um, 
Nope. 19 went, on one die, 13 on the other. It went from 15 to 20, so... He just kind of looks up and just... Look at you. Bunch of freaks. And that's where I'll just smack him. Okay, you want to kill him? <laughs> no. I'm punch okay. Him too. Okay, I don't please. Wanna, with I don't with your hands? Him, you guys are so bloodthirsty. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to kill him. I just want. I just want him to. Be I know. I'm not talking enough. to you. I'm talking to the rest of them. Yeah. So you, bloodthirsty. Okay. So you just yeah. Just, <laughs> is it like a backhand or do you hit him with a weapon? No, just just bitch slap. Okay, so you bitch slap him and he just. Oh, <laughs> No wonder y'all have to band together. You're all so fucking weak and pathetic. I'm not coming here alone either. And you hid in that one's, and she points at the dead, like, assassin. You hid in his skirts the whole time. Speaking of skirts. If only I was strong enough to be rid of the Lordia. You don't know the meaning of strength. You didn't Apparently even. Apparently, you don't either. Yourself. You didn't even succeed at killing yourself. Give it up. There is nothing you can say to me to make me look at you freaks any differently. To see the world differently, just fucking kill me and be done with it. Unless you hey, ain't got that's the your guts. That's your cue. You think we're going to let you die? Yeah, no. Guys. Do I sense some tension here? Go ahead and let the big woman do it. Go on. Or are you subservient the in your to the lion woman? Huh? I don't have tons of time. If you could just answer our questions, please. And I'll go ahead and cast Charm Person. You gonna let this fucking animal tell you what to do, stone woman? Huh? Alura cast Charm Person on him? Animal should be seen, not heard. That's a wicked reference. <clears throat> okay. Charm person. That's mm-hmm. uh, wisdom saving throw. I believe. Let me just double check. And who's casting charm person? I am. It's a fourteen DC. Okay, technically you're not fighting him. Straight roll would four. It would five. Okay, so he kind of you start to. So uh, Allura walks up and just kind of very sassily just kind of snaps her fingers. And like this little bit of dust comes out of her fingertips, and this ruffian just <laughs> and lets out a very feminine sneeze, and then kind of looks up at all of you and be like, looks a little taken aback, but just like he's just genuinely confused, and kind of blinks several times repeatedly at most of you, and then just kind of has a moment where he goes quiet. And just kind of leans back, reserved, stoic almost. For anyone that's used this magic before in in character, it's kind of a strange response. But it just becomes passive. Pissed me. Could you kindly answer my friend's questions, please? I suppose so. What was the question again? I don't remember. Just... Who started the interrogation? <laughs> How many people My are still head. around here? Aside from the two of you and that assassin, who else is here in the sewers? It's all of us. 
How did you get in? Well, we've been scoping out Tilverton for better part of better part of a month. We're off. We're off fortifying Shadowdale for against more against you lot, and uh, while we built the walls, we sent a few pockets of scouts down here at Tilverton. There's at least two more groups of scouts. There were three assassins that went with us. Kept mask up the whole time, very professional from like the higher ranks of Ilsfar. And we're just kind of yes sir, no sir type of a situation. But there at least two more we are we don't know the locations of the other two. We don't cross communicate, unfortunately. Sort of a Do lone you know... wolf type of groups. Before you were here, did you meet them? Do you know like who they are? Could you give us descriptions? They wouldn't be they wouldn't be the vaunted assassins of Ilsar if they if we knew who they were, right? That's sort of the whole deal. Complete anonymity. Sort of sworn to <clears throat> secrecy for a higher purpose. Right. Who were you supposed to report back to? The High Command? Anyone, back really. Shadowdale. Right. Were you supposed well, to return to Shadowdale? That was our mission. Gather intel and as much as we could before it became too dangerous to continue to operate. The assassins were uh, given authority and leave to uh, make that move whenever they saw fit. Uh, at that time, we would gather our things and return to the front line. Help however we could in the fight against, uh, well, against you lot, but now that I sit here and uh, take a moment, y'all don't seem so bad. Just a ragtag group of misfits, that's all. Alright, um... Do any of you have How any questions? How did you questions? get in here? That's a good one. Well, there's plenty of sewer grates uh, around gone. This is the uh, the waterworks, and uh, probably has the most amount of entrances. Also, to, el to elaborate on your uh, uh, earlier question, uh, Captain Serag Cool is uh, operating out of uh, Shadowdale. He's leading the charge, if it were. On the front lines. Can we you? hope to get reinforcements uh, and really fortify Shadowdale and sort of make our first stand there. That'll be where we really stick it to you. <laughs> right. Can you put that name in chat, please? Uh, it's in NPCs and Faction Images, but I will give it to you in a second. Uh, Serag Kul. I am looking at um... it. Serag Kul. Captain. You said there are two more assassins in Gond? Lurking about, but with you lot about less than a ten day away, they could have already fled or retreated. Not sure. Does each of them also have two red plumes with them? Well, we're all red plumes. Assassins. You are the other assassins like that one. And again, she gestures at the one that Simeon is currently ransacking. Of course, master assassins of Ilsfar. But we all had different tasks. Ours was to investigate the waterworks. If you're asking if there's any more down here, not likely. Another one is supposed to be investigating the perimeter of the mountains and the cliffside. 
uh, another one in the water supply, seeing if there's any way to uh, sabotage or poison the water supply here. Uh, the natural water supply, we were sort of a secondary task for that, but we didn't quite get that far. We're sort of a uh, recovery, uh, sort of a recovery and sabotage operations, right? See if there's any way to also sab sabotage or right. poison the well from I, the I, sewers, right, being the waterworks. Okay, but... okay, I get it, I get it. I get it, I understand. Right, well, you don't have to be rude about it, jeez. You're repeating yourself. Anyway... I just want to be point. as thorough as I can for my new friends, right? And it's appreciated. Um, there's never much, for, never much for brevity. It's not really did my you bag. See anything? Did you see anything else of interest down here in the sewers? Well, there's supposed to be all kinds of uh, shops and works have gone down here, right? Since this is an abandoned city. Uh, in fact, that door back there, that steel door. Uh, we tried to find a way to tunnel around it, but uh, the door itself uh, appears to be uh, cursed or trapped in some way. So uh, we had to try and improvise. We started to dig a tunnel, but uh, never really got all the way in. Uh, it looked like somebody had already started before prior to us, but um, I mean, here we are. <laughs> and uh, never completed the tunnel that we were told was here. Uh, we tried to come around and uh, poke at the door to no avail. Uh, we sent one of the prisoners in first. Uh, one of the uh, rogues of Tilverton, right? Sort of a, a younger lass, new lot, right? So uh, we sent him to touch the door and, uh, well, there's a pile of ashes by the door right now. So uh, that didn't work well. While we were sitting here and trying to figure out what we could do to get into the door, uh, that's when you lot showed up uh, and uh, our assassin there tried to kill you to no avail. And now we're here with new friends. Hello, new friends. Fantastic. You're not friends. Well, All right. Could have fooled um, me. You seem like great prop mates, All right? Yeah, we're great friends, actually. Uh, do you have anything valuable on you? On me? Oh, you can have this. It's only got one charge left, but... Uh, it's a sunstone. We found it down here on the way down. Uh, there's, there was a lot of faiths and... Gone, but sort of trapping light in stone seems to be something that uh, the old practitioners here uh, uh, tried to accomplish. So the good news is, uh, to you lot, I haven't figured we haven't figured out a way to poison the water supply from down here. Now, as far as finding any tributaries from a natural water supply from the river, uh, that would be one of the other groups. Not entirely sure if it's even possible, uh, but they were out that way. That being said. Uh, the other group, again, securing the, the cliffside and looking for any alternatives, uh, ways in and out of the city. Uh, no idea. All I can tell you was that those are our missions. We didn't find a secondary way to poison the well, and, uh... Jeez, I hope I'm being helpful to my new friends. Also, I'd be careful helpful. about that door back there. It's, uh... Whew, <laughs> again, big pile of ash where some, uh... <laughs> some young lad used to be, so... Uh... Just be careful when you touch the door now, eh? Right. So no, thank you. Yeah, of course. Y'all aren't too bad, now that we get talking, right? <laughs> How long does this last, by the way? The spell? An oh, hour. An hour, oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, Charm Person lasts like an hour. It's a I while. I think. So, See, one hour, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you now have in your possession a sunstone, which allows, yeah. uh, allows you to use one guidance, sort of one built-in guidance at your discretion. Uh, when okay. you when you use the guidance, 
the Sunstone loses its light. If this card would have been, see, this is not a bad one to pull reversed. If this card would have been upright, by the way, I'm gonna show everybody in the audience this lovely Viking Oracle Tarot card for Sunstone. Oh! But it was reversed, so instead of four charges, you only get one. That one actually has like no negative check boxes on it, so. Awesome. Yeah. This guidance, guidance is a D6? D4. Four. Yep, so you can add a D4 to any attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Until used, so it's not until the end of the session thing. We need to get word back to Ginny. What's going on? Agree. Uh, definitely. It's not my voice. Simeon, <laughs> you and I could maybe go do that real quick, since you're so beat up and we can meet them back down here. I don't think it's good for anyone to go alone. And I can't see in the fucking dark. Uh, that makes sense. Um, do do we want to take a, a quick rest uh, and then head back, or or do we want to do this right here? I think we need to get them word as soon as possible. If they're even close to succeeding in what uh, what he's saying, then we need to make sure that no one gets hurt. I would 100% agree with that. And the faster peep. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> Inquisitor Originald is also here. And uh, nasty lot, that. And uh, he's a bit of a... Whew. I mean, if you thought we were extremists, you should hear him. <laughs> Uh, also, oh, the uh, I... the quartermaster, uh, Sergeant Desandra, uh, up for uh, Sergeant Master Desandra, is uh, also here, but she should be returning uh, within uh, right after your arrival. Can't really lose the quartermaster. She'll be in the back. She'll be sort of in the fallback position in Shadowdale with the reserves, right? So that's sort of the high command uh, here. The rest are sort of preparing just in case, just in case y'all, you know, uh, breakthrough. Not likely, right? But just in case you do. Uh, you're preparing to fall back in Hillsfar, which is, you know, of course, the impenetrable, uh, impenetrable and impregnable fortress city. Nope. Never been breached in all its history, that sort of thing. You know the story. Right. Sort of being able to make a tactical retreat, mind you, right? It's important to be right. able to, to, to bring back our forces. So we've got a little bit of a failsafe built in, thanks to Sergeant uh, Sergeant Master Desandra. She's sort of setting that up. Easy way out, right, sort of thing. Very nice and very clever. <laughs> How long would it take to get back to Ginny from here? Like, 10 minutes walking? Yeah, about that. About 10, 15 minutes, probably. Okay. Very loquacious prisoner I, I do, nowadays, yes. I, I do think a short rest is, is necessary, but I also feel like we need to get word to her about this as soon as possible. Yeah, so that they only... can make sure the, you know, tributaries and whatever else, you know, the sources are patrolled and, like, watched. Yeah, if it's only 15 minutes back, we could just head on back with the prisoner, hand them over, take a rest, and then come on back down. I, that That's not a bad too. idea. Um, while, while all this conversation has been going on with our, our newly friendly prisoner, um, Simeon has been sort of going through the belongings of the assassin to see if he has any antidotes on him, or if this is, you know, if by the time we finally manage to, to get this far... Uh, the poison has burned its way through the system. Uh, antidotes for what specifically? The poison. That that the this poison. guy tried to ingest? 
No, 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 the no, poison that has been coursing through my veins for the last oh, ten minutes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I... Probably arteries as well. Yes, I would a lot of say... Make an investigation check. Investigation. Yep, because if it would be, it would be in like a sealed pocket. Oof. Oh! Oh! You have DM inspiration on that. I do not. That I used me. it from last time. So I... Now, did, didn't, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Thamus use, uh, five points of lay on hands to get rid of that poison? I thought I, I burned through all of my lay on hands. Whether that was all at once or in multiple instances, I'm not sure. I think there was, maybe you're right. Maybe there was one I poison thought I and then did. the rest was just the dump for the, for the rest of the no-no stand back up again. Yeah, I I, I, I I think you're good if you if you had the lay on hands. We'll just hand away of it because I said I, I you... don't remember anything about that. Okay. I, I think I remember her doing like twenty five points of healing in one go. Yeah. Yep. I don't lay remember. On hands. But I think that was a debate as to whether or not it should be to remove the poison or to do the hit points. Well it can be both. As right. long as it's five or more, you can do both. So I'm gonna say because I don't really remember, I'm just gonna give it to you and said you know, you uh shook it off. So. I definitely have 25 hit points at this current moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I think I think you're good. And I will say, you know, worst case scenario to really keep it in universe that the that it was so quick back to back that the magic of the Leon hands through the Dawnfather and through the, the holy magic of the Paladin was kind of still coursing and was able to catch up with you. And, uh, you know, that cleanse, that Paladin cleanse at least gave you resistance to whatever it was. So I, I think you're good. I'm not going to worry too much about it. Uh, because the... Uh, this guy back alive. And also the assassin's poison does not also explicitly does not have a lingering effect, so... This team has done quite a lot of damage to the rogues of Tilverton. I think that his fate should be up to them. Definitely. And of course, if they can squeeze <laughs> any more information out of him, it'd be useful. I guess he can willingly give them anything they need for the next hour. Agreed. Give or take, yeah. <clears throat> Alright, then. Keep him away from me. Because... Me too. Because I'll punch I'm ready to face. smash his face in. Whoa, whoa! I thought we were friends! We are friends. Yeah, we're friends. Come closer. Alright. Uh, hey, uh, please. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. Yes. My, I think my graphics card just crashed because all my screens went down. I'm going to have to restart my computer real quick. Whoop, okay. Yeah, you're frozen. Ah, you are frozen. Yep. Okay, I'll be back. Okay, let's see if I can okay. just... Uh... Hmm, which one is... Oh. Here, give a second. We'll clone. Okay. All right. Hopefully it doesn't uh, get yeah. too so, um... wild. In, in that case, while we're while we're waiting for uh, Allura to reset, mm -hmm. um, I figure we're going to go ahead and just take the whole crew back. Sure. I'm just going to move everyone together and group y'all up. It would probably, I mean, so to, so to get back up and out and then back over there, uh, 20, 20, 25 minutes probably. So 15 to get sort of back up and to get everything situated. Uh, you got just enough time. If we that'll take give them, uh, um, that'll give the them bodies like 40 minutes or so. Do we need to take the bodies with us? You can, if you want to. Well, because there's the option of either taking the, the the rogues, 
back their their fallen for you know taking them the master assassin and let them do with them as they will um you never you you, you, you can never go wrong with trying to steal an assassin's face right is there sure. a cart or something that we can put these bodies on in this room or no. anything? It's um, everything is like up a ladder, so you have to, you know. Yeah, with their ladders. with their outfit, like their identifiers that make them a red plume, is that like a cloak, a badge of some kind, a jacket? Pardon the screens, everybody, if it's going to be a little wonky for a few minutes. Uh, hey, there we go. Okay, never mind. There is on the assassin. Oh, she's back. Okay, on the assassin, there is no other than the sort of the red heraldry uh there isn't really anything that is overtly representative other than uh there is a lapel pin that has sort of like a red crest and two blades two cross blades over uh, a shield that has eagle wings sort of spread out uh around it so sort of the heraldry of the red plumes Right. Clem it, is um, going to, he's Clem is going to go to some of that fabric off of the side. You kind of see where it's like, just like some random fabric that's over some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to go over and grab that and see how many bodies he can fit in that. To, wait to fit in kind what again? Carry it like, uh, fit bodies into, like this kind of stuff. Just find any fabric that can hold at least a couple bodies or something like that. So, to do this, it would be a collective endeavor. Each of you would have to, you'd have to work together to kind of heave the bodies up the ladders. And it would probably take you collectively to do all of this. Like an hour, an hour and a half or so. Why don't let's we tell the people upstairs? Yeah, let's take let's take the prisoner back, and then we can have help. We can bring, we take, can... bring people back with us to help us. And okay. Instead, what famous will take the lap- you said there was a lapel pin, something small. Yep, on the assassin. I'm going the to the other one. Sorry, I cut you off. Go on. Should we take that and bring that with us and show them and see see if they know what this means? I, well, we know what it means. It's an assassin in the employee of the Hillsborough Alliance, but I think it would be good to take any uniform pieces just because they might be useful for subterfuge later. Definitely. We should take that pin. Hillsborough is supposed to be impenetrable, and I think every advantage we can possibly glean would be useful in proving that wrong. In which case, then I'll take the, uh... I'll take the, uh... Insignias. Um, if we're getting will... someone on our team who can steal faces, we have a couple people. Um, <laughs> fuck me. Oh, the other, the other dead body, the other red plume that's dead. Um, Rin will take any signifying garment off of it, whatever, whatever there is that signifies it as a red plume. She will, she will take. Okay. And um. <clears throat> try to remember uh, this person's face. From the assassin or from really the two curious. rogues? The the dead rogue. Okay, alright. It He does, but it's not as it's not as intricate. It's just, uh, it's a shield and a short sword. 
and it doesn't have the wings or the pl- and it just has the plume a single plume it looks a lot simpler so could i assume that the intricacy of the design is a st- is a mark of station yes so like the the assassin is a much higher rank and that's what yes. that's signifying yep. yep okay so yeah uh like i said Rindle just take anything that signifies this person is a red plume and like details any anything that is remarkable on their their person and sort of memorize their face um the the rogue that died is a human yeah they are yes yep human male or female masculine presenting okay okay cool 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 um the assassin that got killed is a human Okay. Uh, this the one um, that you have is seems to be a half elf. The the one, yeah, the one that's still alive. Yeah. I'm gonna remember okay. that one. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, did we take his pin, or did we take the pins off the bodies? The bodies. We took the pins off the bodies for the moment. If you want to take his, since you did the charm, he's probably most friendly to you. Yeah, I think um, I'll do that. Hey, new friend, do you happen to have one of these insignias for myself as well? Oh yeah, right, right there. Yeah, you can you can have it. Awesome, thank you very much. Right, anything for a new friend. <laughs> Do you have any any like documentation, you know, written orders, anything of that nature? As you ask this question, from the east you hear a <sighs> kind of like a this low reverberating rumble that kind of like <sighs> and sort of a crash against the uh, wood and steel work to the right hand side of this room and a <laughs> and a little bits of water kind of coming through the cracks of this sewer gate and your prisoner says oh that'd be the real threat down there oh shit <laughs> right it's uh right, well, best to avoid it right let's let's get you back up top for now we had intel mm-hmm. something big was roosting uh down here and uh of course we did our best to stay around Nasty, whatever it is, so uh, just be careful. Do you have any intel on what it is? No. Any any details? No, we're not that uh, reckless. Not really concerned. Plus, it's right. uh, it seems to have been eager to uh, uh, snatch up you any. Thought it was on your side. Right. It, right. it was working with you, wasn't it? Not right. directly, but like so, in general. So is is the interesting thing? Either either the rogues of Tilverton are really fucking stupid. Or there's two threats down here. Because whatever this thing is, seems to kind of be isolated into behind the sewer gate. Which is kind of a long walk around through the sewers. Best to avoid it, as we did. Again, we ain't stupid. We wanted to let it sort of pick off the, the rogues, you know. Unless it can kind of shrink into... I mean, it sounds pretty big. So unless it can kind of shrink itself into kind of small spaces. Uh, I think there's two things down here. Spicy, right? <laughs> the sewers seem to be infested with all kinds of manner of uh, scary creatures sort of thing. Fascinating. Quite yes, spicy. mate. Right? Spicy indeed. Okay. Do you like curry? All right, well, let's... Let's get back up top. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Famous will just make a face at a, a, a annoyed face at curry, largely because I don't like, <laughs> largely because I don't like it. But you know, in game. Okay, so it takes you. Famous makes a grimace because her player has a bias. But by the time you do the bodies, and uh, kind of take time to kind of go back up the passageways, carry all the bodies with you, and kind of drag them, wrap them up in, in canvases. 
and bring them back up to the upper levels, kind of heave them hand not, over hand. No, we're not, we're not, oh, we're not doing that. Our, Okay. That would be too much trouble. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. We're just taking the prisoner. Okay. And, and so, twenty-five minutes smaller then. Smaller things. Yes. Yes. We're, we're not. We're not lugging four dead bodies with us. No. Why well, don't take the body of the assassin, though? Just the assassin. That'll add about fifteen minutes to your time. For but me, you can. For everybody collectively, so you'll you'll get up here in forty five minutes, and you'll you bring this guy before Jenny just as the spell ends, essentially. Um, I'm fine with going slower if that means I can stay away from the charm person, because yeah, like I'm I'm fine slowly being behind the pack if it means I can carry. It seems like Tara also wanted to do that, people. so maybe maybe you and Tara can work to get the body up while we're the going ahead with the prisoner, dude. Yeah, we definitely help you. Yeah, I got you. I'll help you. Because if I stay there, I might punch the guy. Yeah. Oh, did I not? We need to get this guy up there before the uh, charm person fails. That's we'll right. Just bitch about not killing this guy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Our party members are wusses. <laughs> okay. So uh, upon your return, there is sort of a a, a bit of a commotion. Uh, happening up top, as you can see, uh, likely sort of the the result of your earlier efforts. Uh, folks have kind of moved around quite a bit, and your drider friend is kind of skittering around and making herself known uh, on the lower levels just below the the office. And Ginny, as I'll move you all back here. Just a little bit out of the office. I'm not going to say I don't need that stat sheet anymore because the second I say that and close it, y'all will do something to this guy to make me need it again, so I'm going to leave it up. Um, and we'll move y'all there. And Defiance is uh, just kind of seemingly mid-conversation with Shildress and Ginny is sort of sitting on the edge of the upper levels here. Uh, feet dangling over the edge. And your friend Uthiel, our friend Uthiel, is kind of overlooking a little bit distressed and distraught, perhaps. He seems to be the only dissenting voice amongst everyone, but um, everyone kind of turns their attention towards y'all as you make your way over. And Defiance just kind of looks a little... It's sort of this combination of uncertainty whether or not he should be impressed or confused or skeptical as you make your way over to this area here. Kind of a little, a lot of emotions at once, like kind of like back so soon. And then sort of like, you know, the, the fry meme, like sus. <laughs> but it kind of sees you with a prisoner and it's like, what? Found a friend down there. He might like to take your talking to. And the red plume, as you kind of push him forward, uh, hand side behind his back, he kind of looks around and says, "Right, well, sort of uh, that." And my favorite quote from Critical Role Campaign Two slowly turns around, just clever motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my it's my favorite Critical Role quote. 
Okay, yeah, Simeon just kind of cracks him across the face and says, <laughs> A little harder. Come on. You got more on you than that? Or all of you just so fucking weak that you have to join this larger organization that takes in all the weaklings and freaks you... and rejects? You Can I chuck the, the assassin body at him? Sure. You lost, you lost the fight and you failed to kill yourself. If anyone is weak, it's you. Yeah, I'll chuck the assassin body directly at him. Okay, he's like, go. He's <laughs> like, oh, did I strike a nerve? Oh no, I intending to hit him with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just oh, not not toss it. Actually, hit him with it. No, like like full on chuck it right at him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he kind of just backs away and and says the same comment, and he's like, "Why so blue?" Huh, chum? I can make you, you are red. <laughs> you are determined to make bad decisions. I wash my hands of it. Rin uh, just walks away from the party and, like, goes to Defiance to, like, tell him what happened in the sewer. Hey, and remember, Ginny is kind of still seating, uh, seating, seated? <laughs> Words. Sitting up here, kind of her legs kind of little dangle, dangle, like, just confident, right? Hey, uh, this is going to join Rin. Whatever happens, happens. Y'all do what you want. That's famous has accepted that. But yes, we proceed. We proceed to tell Jenny and Defiance what happened, and I'll show the ins uh, show the uh, red plume insignia. Yeah. Okay. To Defiance. Yeah. Okay. If the red plume is is back to being his mouthy old self, I just want to reduce him to zero hit points. Okay. Non-lethal. All right. So, and I think as they walk over, yeah, you take the back a blunt end of whatever and kind of and down to one HP, unconscious. Uh, do me a favor, roll D four for me. Show me a good old-fashioned D4. How about Max 4? Okay. Uh, he is unconscious for four hours. As Defiance just kind of... Maybe he'll be less cranky after his nap. Throws their hands up and kind of just... So, I'm sorry, you were saying... Trying to poison the water supply. We found... And you These two rogues, and that assassin. Uh, Did you also bring swords. the body of the second rogue? No, we didn't. Uh, I realized that as soon as I said it. Okay. There was that, another rogue like him, and that assassin in the sewer works. And apparently there are two more teams somewhere in Tilverton. Or there could be. Uh, one might... more... We're outside of it. They might already yeah, he... gone. Yeah. He said one team was supposed to be the mountains um, surveying the perimeter, and the other one was uh, supposed to be trying to uh, poison the water source. Good to know. Very and good to know. Have, we also have a more impressing matter. Okay, well, first of all, you, you can trust this red plume, if in fact he is a red plume. You can trust his word. 
How can you be so certain that these two other teams I even don't. exist? I don't trust him as far as I can throw him, but he was magical. Well, you are wise not to. Oh, suggestion? Charm. Uh, charm person. Ah. For a time... For a time, he thought we were friends. Oh, the good old classic. That's why he said clever motherfuckers. Understood. Yes. Very good. Compliments on the magic work. Well done. Uh, Rin sort of nods towards Allura to signify that it was her magic. I knew I liked you, Allura. It's like so, her. three teams of red plumes. Each with assassins, you say? Seems right. to be the case, yes. Uh, is... With a very potent poison. Took that one and she points towards Simeon. Took him out in one hit. Awfully concerning, to be sure. You'll need to make sure you send in teams wherever, and whatever you do. Prepare some anti-venoms, of course. Uh, yes. Please, liaison. And the gnome kind of takes a few steps forward. Yeah, boss. Prepare some anti-venoms, would you? Take some from the stock and brew as much, uh, as many more as you can. Please and thank you. <laughs> right away, boss. Got a tarot pool. Woo! Okay. Rom, we do also, uh, we know a little bit more about the threat you all were dealing with in the in the sewers. Um, do tell, so... It's not a haunting. It's something Red plumes? Teeth, something... Assassins? Red the plume red plumes, assassins? The red plumes know about the thing that... The monster in the sewers. They don't know much, but it's something very large. Are you certain that it's not... Locked. Yes. Are you certain it's not a... Well, we used to. The sewer grates were never entirely locked we, before. After after these two were dispatched, we did hear it moving in it? in the tunnels. We don't know what it is. We didn't see it yet. We tried. We were bringing this one back. Um, right. So something scary with teeth isn't, isn't a euphemism. It's actually something scary with teeth. In the sewers beyond know, yes. three teams of red, plume, of red plume assassins so there's more than one problem it's going we're to be a with. very long day yes and there's also a also... The door the door we should the door and right a trapped door down there um... and one of your people sadly was uh dm we found in addition to the person that was turned to ash uh, supposedly we also found two rogue bodies rogues of tilverton we found two e hold on it was like two or three we should have grabbed that had like... their throat slit yeah i remember that now three yeah it was, <laughs> i think it was three yeah i was just go i was i was merely bringing up the body that got turned to ash but yeah, yeah. One, two. Sorry, I. It was a related point. That's why I was bringing three. Up. Oh no, Sorry. agreed. Three. Three. Okay, so a total of four rogues died down there in that room. Rogues of Tilverton, specifically. That accounts for four. There's still several others missing. They indicated right. they had prisoners, so it could be that they were. Well, I think the prisoners were the ones Rest. with slit throats, and the one that was turned to ash. In any that case, that we did not. We decided it was in our best interest to bring this prison, this this one up here first before continuing forward down there. We also wanted to make sure that you knew of the threat to Tilverton. 
we can certainly dispatch a team uh, or two once now that we have more of a grasp on the situation. <laughs> well done so far. I am you also concerned said that there they is still a got threat. in through the sewers. Well, the sewer works of Gond are intricate and expansive. It seems like they'd be almost impossible to actually secure. Indeed. Um, there are at least a dozen entrances throughout the city. This is but one. The one that you went through was one of the main entrances. Okay. For now, let's let's take a brief rest. Um, and we can go back down in there and take care of the pointy thing with teeth, whatever it is. And Jenny kind of just so you knock out this guy before I can cut his tongue out. The job is half finished and you're coming back up here to have some macaroons and take a rest? You have it's either that or we die in the sewers. To one team of red plumes? To whatever else is down there. We could have kept going. Just, right. A job done right is better than a job done quickly. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Um, a job done right is better than a job done quickly. She just kind of blinks several times. Just... And Defiant says, perhaps we can take this time to secure the anti-venoms and start securing teams to investigate. Uh, now, you said by the river and on the outskirts of the city? That's about all he knew. Um, it seems because like the teams the don't separate coordinate teams with each other at all. In his words, there, there was no cross-communication. suppose that makes sense for a group of highly trained assassins and three different missions. With contingencies, he tried to, that checks out. He tried to poison himself. He tried to poison himself when we, when we caught him. This so. one? Yes. He's not too eager to live. Make sure we take that into account. Well, if whatever it is that has been threatening us is still down there, and we have not yet confirmed whether or not the rest of our people are alive or dead, uh, you can see why Ginny is anxious to have you return and finish the job. That was sort of a mission of goodwill. We are. We will. We will absolute. We're not leaving before the job is finished. Just need a pot of tea. But I think next time. Quite a few times. Jenny says, oh, would you like me to roll out some fresh bedrolls for you? Maybe get you some biscuits. Have somebody come and massage you. There are biscuits, you too? Just a pot of tea. Can you stop being sarcastic for five minutes? No. I really can't. Why not? At least she's being honest. She's not, though. She's not. Just... We will deal with your problem. She just gets up and walks we back into her office. Slams the door. <laughs> well, in that case, Sammy will hop off the ladder and head back of the way. Ketra opens the door and kind of just sets back in. I think next time she just wants us to bring a live prisoner to a beast so they can die rather than get anything back. Might as well let their water get poisoned. No, stop it. 
Uthiel just kind of looks down over at uh, the spider, at uh, your friend, the spider slash strider, Shildress, and just. And what are we going to do about her? Fine. Well, first of all, she has a name and she's a person. So talk to her if you have a question for her. She just. Hi! Hello, Shieldress. Listen to her poems and her stories. And she is not a threat to you. But she's with House Geneve, right? All she was, all she was down there for was sanctuary. Just clearly, I'm not going to get anywhere with this. And just kind of storms off. And Dresh just kind of turns back. The dragonborn Dresh kind of looks and looks at the party and just. Oh boy. Um, Shieldress, once we deal with what's down there, would it would you be willing to um sort of occupy the sewers and help stop uh, additional incursions? Um I'd rather not. It's pretty scary and kinda of gross down there. That's fair. Oh, it's a problem for later, I suppose. Uh, she just for kind now, of let's... <laughs> Kind of, her, her her leg steps are very heavy because she's large. Of course. Once the Zentrum are here, you can join them. They'll be much more friendly and accommodating. Oh, well, Defiance is very sweet. And you can take him on a date over there. <laughs> um. While we're sorry, this is not related to spider talk, but um. That's my new podcast, but no, I'm kidding. Um, while we're doing a short rest, uh, anyone who wants to uh, can benefit from this. I'm going to uh, play a song of rest. So it'll just be like a gentle sort of... Um, it'll sound kind of like a marching song, but like slowed down a little bit and sort of like... <laughs> Lo-fi beats to march to. Uh, no, it's it's nice. just going to be like kind of kind of a chill relaxing song while we do a short rest okay alright so go ahead and give yourselves the benefits of a short rest I am going to say that if you short rest now I don't like having to do this but I will say if you short rest now, you will not be able to short rest again before you take a long rest. That makes sense. So this is this is it. That makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Lem does too. not need it. But okay. He will. I don't. I don't really need it. it super well either. But I do want to make sure our fighter is not on death's door. Yeah. That seems like a bad place to be. I mean. Once he gets his action surge back, anyway, I think right. By the way, the uh, I think so, yeah. Jeff, your tarot pull was a Vigvisir, the uh, the wheel, right? Which is sort of the all rune, the wheel. I love this tarot deck, by the way. That is a wild card. Unfortunately for y'all, it was reversed, which is a DM wild card. Hooray! What, what does that mean practically? Wild card in 
It means I can give y'all a disadvantage at my pleasure. Oh, what fun. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, but when, uh, the good news is, is that when I put this back in the deck, it is it will be upright. So it will give y'all a wild card, which is basically you can re-roll. You can either re-roll any, any, any one roll or you can get advantage on a, ch a check. One of you. It's kind of like a group. If it was upright, it would be sort of a floating group wild card to use. So you can say, well, I want to re-roll that or roll something at advantage. You could call upon the power of the Vig Vizier wheel, wheel rune, and that would be your wild card. But for me, as it was reversed, it's a wild card for me. So I'll give you all disadvantage on something at a time of my choosing. Anyone who uh, regains hit points during the short rest uh, regains an additional 1d6. Okay, as you're strumming along much, on it's... your military yeah. song of rest. Okay, with the cadence and everything. Very good. Nope. Lo-fi beats to march to. Yep. All I get back is a few abilities. All I get back is 5 HP. <laughs> I'm going to grab a soda. Beer deck. Okay. <clears throat> to get to get my lay on hands back, I need a long rest, boo. As you are taking the short rest, all of the rogues are kind of just staring at you the whole time, making it very uncomfortable for you to rest. Or very uncomfortable for you here. Ginny seems to be the only one that's accessible. Shieldress shares a few um, works of poetry in progress with y'all. You can see that there are, as you kind of make your way around the compound, a lot of nasty looks coming from uh, Dresh and Uthiel, who seem to be conferring off in the corner on the right side of the hideout, kind of continuously looking over back at Childress. And oh, Melinda... I had intended to take the short rest in the temple. What's that? I had intended to take this, my short rest in the temple. Okay. They obviously didn't want us to take care of ourselves, so fine, we'll just go sit elsewhere. Okay. Maybe not through the sewer grate, but definitely not so this, in the hideout. Well, well, this is like you mean further inside, towards the back of the temple. You mean? Yeah, back back where we emerged from the grate. More right. or less out of out of eye shot, eye shot, ear shot. Yes. Uh, well, the uh, the second floor does have sort of an upper level. Uh, which has, seems to be sort of a more intact portion of a chapel, but you, there are red plumes moving about the entire upper level. Yeah, but we had to go through, like... I mean, not not, not red plumes, plumes rogues of Tilverton. I was gonna say. Yes, okay, so so back where the sewer grate is, you mean? Yeah. Okay, uh, yes. I, I, I know you said that, but it was... I was having a hard time processing. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's move y'all back there. Okay. Clem. Okay. I'm Clem just moving your tokens to and mass back through the crack in the wall, back over to the sewer grate. So this this wasn't this was sort of like an old uh, sort of unspecified part of the temple that has since been converted into a fighting arena, if you recall that. That's right. Yes. Yep. I'm gonna move this guy to a I gotta press the fucking button page. Uh, this thing that I'm like pinging right here on the map, is that a platform or is that like a pillar that goes all the way up? 
that is an elevated stone. It seems to be part of the second floor uh, that is sort of freestanding on top of a pillar. And it has been, there are ladders that were moved onto it to, so it's, again, it, this was all at least two floors, uh, two to three floors of a temple that has since mostly collapsed or crumbled into, into right. ruin. This being one of the main chambers in the former temple, it's like part of the floor that is standing on top of a pillar. Most of the floor is completely gone, but they use this as sort of like a, a, a standing place where you could get at the high ground on somebody that you were fighting in this sure. arena. Um, Rin, uh, Rin will climb up there before she starts her song and just sit up there with her feet dangling off the edge. Okay. Um, while she plays. Just to be in, I don't know. It's just for flavor. She's just up high playing. I did not think out this... I did not think out this dungeon. <laughs> As clearly as I could have, because big mood, big mood. Because a, a a DM's worst nightmare is the party saying, "Well, let's just go back and take a rest." One, uh, well, I love y'all, to... but I hate that so much. <laughs> Sorry. The I, the, I be the been, best I, I can do the the best I can do is 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 to say, okay, well then you only get one until you block rest. <laughs> right. Well, I don't think we would have come back at all if it weren't for both the prisoner, which, eh, and the, like, imminent danger to the to the water supply and stuff. Mm, that was interesting. I mean, um, you started at a very interesting interesting point as well. So it makes sense. It makes sense. Y'all did the right thing. But me as a DM, it's like, God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I sort of expected us to just kind of kill him and move on, but after the water supply thing, it's like yeah. fuck. It's 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 not even it's not even a show it's not even a show or a production thing. It's purely me as as a DM being like again, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get that. I respect that. It's yeah. Strictly strictly it's Aaron not... as a DM. <laughs> yeah. Um but y'all are doing great. That That is absolutely the right choice to make. At some point during the short rest as well, uh, Rin will uh, go up to uh, Clem. Are you? Are you doing all right? You seem like you got really frustrated back there. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you now, yeah? Yeah. Uh, okay. I was trying to say something a couple times, but like, it didn't seem oh. like anyone could. Oh, weird. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, yeah, he will say... It is what it is. Just reminds me of Neverwinter. The way he was talking. Yeah, I, I know the feeling. I... They'll all get what's coming to them, eventually. That's sort of our job. Um... I'm just trying to make sure. Uh, blue is an interesting color. Is that intentional? He stands there for a moment and it just looks a little more upset. Mm. No. <laughs> Friend! <laughs> uh, here, I'll see if I can... And I know it won't work out of character, 
Uh, but Rin will try mm -hmm. to press the digitate the blue away. Um, oh, damn it! It's persistent, whatever it is. Is that is that like a side effect of your magic or something? I think so. I before I was like this, being able to swing hammers and punch things, I focused on magic more, and I'd find that sometimes I'd have good random things happen, and sometimes I'd have bad stuff, and lately it just seems a lot of bad stuff. So That's really unfortunate to hear. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine, if it just is... if it is truly don't like random... seeing my friends get hurt. Yeah, I don't either. Fortunately, fortunately, Themis is very good at what she does. She is. I think I think between she and I, we'll make sure everyone stays. We'll, we'll make sure everyone stays up, but... Things can get very um, close to the wire, I think. <laughs> we hadn't seen anything that um, intense yet. Uh, my whole thing is to make sure everyone's safe and okay, and I take the hits for people, and he was down before I even got there. Yeah. It's the importance of sticking together, I think. <sighs> Rin just takes a deep sigh. Um, Famous will pipe up at this point. We're a team. We may not always agree on things, but no one is going down on my watch. Or at least not staying down, right? Exactly. Huh? I think we did alright. That could have gone a lot worse for us. We did alright. That's true. And I didn't get every... hit, and I didn't get to hit, so maybe it just means that I'll just be... Raring for a good go against whatever else is down there. If the big thing down there is as big and dangerous as it seems, I'm sure you'll have plenty of opportunities. <clears throat> we'll try to make sure we save one for you next time. You know what would cheer me up? What would cheer you up? <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Uh, maybe. What's, what's you... the favor you need? Go to Simeon and tell him to use a sending stone to Nazgris. Tell him that we're here and we're alright, but also just ask him how he's doing. Yeah. Um. But say it was from you, not from me. Right, of course. <laughs> don't want to, um, don't want to seem too. Or should you right? say it's from me? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should know that it's from me. Rin shrugs. I don't have a lot of experience with these things, so I don't know either, but I'm I'm happy to ask if you want me to. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, Rin'll Rin'll go to Simeon and and um Could you uh when you have a moment, uh sort of looking at him like tending to wounds and stuff. When you have a moment, could you 
uh, use that sending stone to Nazgris to let him know that we've arrived and, you know, sort of what happened and ask if he's doing all right. Uh, yeah, who who has the sending stone? I, I don't... He sort of, you know, goes through his pockets for a moment. Does, doesn't Simeon have it? I thought Simeon Yeah, I thought it was... It. Yeah, Simeon and Alora both got one, I thought. You, oh, you, you have two that. among you collectively, so you can toss it around like yeah. a hot potato if you want. <laughs> no, I, I, I distinctly remember Simeon having yeah, one. Because I was planning on asking Nazgris the moment they got them, so I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. I did not realize I had one. Put that that in was a few choice. sessions do, ago, though. <laughs> do both do both of the cell stones lead back to Nazgris? believe so that's what they were supposed to do yeah yeah, like yeah it was... then yes yep yeah okay cool 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 they should unless unless i gave you a specific person that they that they went back to otherwise it would go to nazgris the two was yeah. so you didn't have just one person with them right yeah gotcha okay, okay. I, so I you could split up yeah stone, so i didn't yeah. have one on my character sheet so i'm like no, wait, i only remember <laughs> distinctly because my bunny has a crush on him so that's why it's only an hour it's only an hour and 15 minutes into the stream no yawning yet <laughs> <laughs> do it again um <laughs> so yeah uh ren says the things that i just said to mm -hmm. simian and mm -hmm. stuff i'll let him do his thing i'm not gonna interrupt by the way just so you all know you can whenever you want it's at your pace i just didn't want i didn't want you to be waiting for me to be like okay you go back down so y'all just whenever yeah, short you're ready rests yeah. are, short rests are a good opportunity to get some role play in absolutely 100 percent Agreed. Okay, uh, yeah, so so once once Simeon finds it in his other pants, uh, he will go ahead and uh, extract the Sending Stone and contact Nazgris. Okay. Now I have to count my words. Yes. 25. Um, Somebody want to count? <laughs> For Jeff? I know I won't then. be able to count accurately. <laughs> Let's count the words descending. If you type them out Dryder in like from uh, House Derneve, Sheldry's is alive and well. Uh, encountered resistance in the sewer. Mostly okay. How's everything on your end? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a brief pause, uh, and just uh, don't know, Childress. Good work with red plumes. Report anything else? Carry on. Do the cell stones only work? It seemed a day? little like, okay, carry okay. on. You know, like sure, right. yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah. Very matter of fact. Like, great, you just left. Carry on. Good work so far. Yes, <laughs> that is fair. It's been like two hours it's like we last saw it's like it's <laughs> it's like that moment when you when you when you start when you start a new job and you're just getting the hang of things and you're really proud of what you did and you know you know and you go up to your manager and you're like and you're like hey i just i just got five qas or whatever and they're like okay <laughs> slowly closes Great the job. door <laughs> yeah you like place the tea. <laughs> yeah what, yeah, what yeah. About, what about the uh 
the Sergeant Master Cassandra uh, thing, uh, planning a fallback at Hillsfar? Do you think that's useful information to tell our gentlemen? I feel like that was probably already assumed. Gotcha. However, that that was not nearly as pressing as the other stuff. That's good information to have and definitely something we should keep in mind, but in letting and of them itself. know yeah, letting them know that there's an assassin on the perimeter potentially and that the uh, water supply might end up poisoned could be useful because well, one, the assassin obviously on the perimeter will make it hard for them to get into the city, but also there could be a lot of uh, sick people when reinforcements do finally arrive and that could be <coughs> useful information to have ahead of time. Mm. Well, and I think I think that information is more useful to the rogues than it would be to the overarching Stormwatch. I, I don't think that Mistress Darkwind necessarily needs to know that the water might be poisoned before we even get our people here. Um, yeah, no, I just thought the rogue was talking to us about uh, the fallback plan for when our troops come rolling through, not for... But if you're talking about Silverton, then fuck it, yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a fallback at Shadowdale. So they're organizing some kind of an organized tactical retreat if the battle goes south. But the battle oh, so it's more like happened. if Shadowdale falls, yes, they will run back to Hillsfire. Yeah, it's not a Silverton mm -hmm. thing, right? Okay, I'm off. That's That's awesome. from doing it. So maybe they could plan to cut them off somehow, or I mean, I don't well, know anything can... about planning. I think once, uh, once our our people get here. Uh, at the end of the 10 day um then we can Scale them in there. go from there with what's happening in shatterdale I, I don't i don't know if it's useful information for them to have right now because they're you know 200 miles away or whatever hey, um, uh, no problem i just meant uh, to use our charge before the end of the night maybe if we find more information we can send it that's important let's let's prank called nazgris <laughs> oh let's not waste what are you doing your cold box um, running. Don't give me the sending stone, and that will be good. <laughs> By the way, Isabel, we're trying to reach your tarot Sorry, pole. Was the Raito, which is uh, like Raito. It's a fun rune to pronounce. Raito uh, or Raito uh, means rest and relaxation. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. My old Norse is not perfect. Thank you for the allowances there. Uh, it's rest, relaxation, and feeling refreshed. It is uh, a good night's sleep, a fresh start or a good rest. And what I had in the sheet was the party gains the benefits of a short rest without taking a short rest. So that was interesting. <laughs> so you could have wow. had that. It's also, it also Big might call, yeah. Uh, it also might call for a table break, uh, but I'll say everybody, I'm gonna redeem one of these too. Everybody remember to sit up straight and please save your spine. And I'm gonna redeem a, a, a hydrator die straight here. And also a posture check. All right, and everybody in the in the chat, make sure that you're taking care of yourselves, that you're saving your spine, and that you're getting enough sleep, and that you're hydrating. Stay hydrated. It's important. Drink water if you haven't done it already. Since so we got a double short <laughs> rest. Does that mean I can get some spell no. slots back? No. <laughs> so. Ooh. 
I would I would say that I would I would pull another card, but I'm just gonna again once again show off the Raito rune. And uh, as a cast member and a moderator, I'll say we'll just that was bad timing, not the best luck. Uh, and we'll save the rest for um, for another pull. Someone else pull another card. Yes, but I'll say I'll say that is I'll say I'm not going to give you another card because it's the DM's revenge for saying, "Whoa, it's the entrance is right there. We can just go rest." <laughs> That's fair. I just have bad timing. Sorry, guys. It's to- no, it's totally no, fine. Good. You know what? Tell you, I I I feel bad, Isabet. You're amazing. You're a great moderator. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Isabet's because Isabet's pulled the card. It was 850 channel points. Isabet, I'm gonna give you plus five temporary HP for Terra. Well, we got two more Terra so, pulls. So. so there we go. Okay, plus five temporary <laughs> HP. So ter- I I do I do feel bad. So I will I will give you the plus five temp HP. Just Thanks. just a Terra. I still have my wild card reversed. Rudolph is gonna pull one. Okay. Also upside down. Okay. Hmm. 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 Interesting. And then we have another one from. Oh my gosh, I don't know how to pronounce Azazel? Azazel? Azazel Lion? Azazel Lion? Azazel? 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 I want to say Azazel seems more angelic. It's, it's, it's Azazel from... Lion. It's my boyfriend. Hmm. Oh, okay. Azazel. Azazel, I like that. So I'm going to say. Azazel, I'm going to give you another one. I'm going to say that you saved the party from that one, because that is a... No, actually, you know what? I have something for that. I have something for that. All right, well. Are we... Are we ready to keep moving at this point? Want to look at that door? Evil DM things. <laughs> what did Nazgris say? You know, because Rin was asking you, and I just wanted to make sure Rin got her answer. I have a perfect thing for that. So, uh, Husky, how, how do you pronounce the last name again? Or uh, yeah, last name? How do you pronounce Azazel? Azazel? Azazel. Azazel. Okay, Azazel. Yeah. This is going to be a very interesting, interesting card. I will reveal it once we get down there. So, carry on. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, when when Simeon gets the response back, he just lets Ren know that uh, uh, he he was surprised that we called in so early. Um, not much is going on. Did he mention anyone? No, he, he didn't really say much of anything. It's only been a couple hours since we left, so that may be part of the issue. Hmm. That's true. I mean, you are working very quickly, so. I mean, yeah. Cool. It, it, starting hour number three, let's go. <laughs> Hop down the hill. Let's do this thing. <laughs> let's, right. uh, you know, let's, let's, let's get more to report back to him. Let's go see that door. I say let's deal with the big monster first. 
and then we can explore we can explore the tunnels at our leisure with no time limit or, or expectations once we deal with the big threat okay and you took you took the you took the body of the assassin with you uh the, yeah the assassin's body just the the head honcho okay all right so it yeah. takes you another what time i think it was like 3 p.m in the afternoon when the, by the time you went down there by the time you get back down i would say i don't know yeah i would say you're approaching a quarter of five in the evening spring so a couple more hours of daylight but about quarter to five by the time you kind of get back down into the sewers, back to where you were, retracing your steps. What if something useful could be behind there? I mean, it turns people to ash when they touch it. It must be valuable. It probably is. But is that to me says that we need to take our time opening it. And the longer we take down here, the harder it's going to be to deal with it. I can't see in the dark. So, That's a good point. if we're down here after dark, I will be pretty much useless. As you're making your way back down into the... I'm going to put y'all back in here just for a moment. I would like everyone to roll a perception check for me. Sure. An active perception check. To make your way back in here. I haven't actually rolled any dice tonight. That's oh. exciting. Okay. Was the nine. The nine was from Nick. Okay, awesome. Uh dirty twenty from Terry? Dirty twenty, also okay. Nine from okay, and I know Allura yours default too. Okay. I'm also considering My... your passive, so Oh perfect, because I rolled dog shit. <laughs> yeah, I am considering your passives. Okay. Okay, so that's one, two, three, four, five. Uh, so Nick, Themis, Clem, uh, all right. Rin got a 13. Rin got a 13? Okay. Okay. My, my passive's better. <laughs> okay. So, four, Terra and Allura, both of you kind of rescanning the room sort of behind this wall into these caverns here, just catch the glimpse of something shimmer. Like in the light that is down here as there are uh, in this main area there are reminder sun shafts in the waterworks of gond that are giving the waterworks of gond some dim light some general dim light and also in this main area as well there are two more sun shafts that kind of illuminate this main room uh it's still dim but in the light as it is still daytime outside again about quarter to five the light just a little bit of a little bit of a glint of something shiny down over here and the two of you both see that so however you want to address that it's only the two of you i would like to see what it is me too okay all right so you kind of make your way over there and and it's kind of a little bit further in let me check the lighting and see what you can see so uh, you would have to really squeeze into that small tunnel system to really get in there and see exactly what it is that caught your attention something shiny over here and i think it might not be treasure tara is kind of 
Lucky, would she actually fit in there? It would be a little bit of a squeeze, but likely she could probably squeeze it, you know. She could probably shimmy shimmy and you're strong enough you can kind of make your own space. It's very tight in here. What have you all found? Okay, so hold on, hold on. Back here. Don't go too far. (laughs) All right. So... Tara kind of squeeze again and like, you know, moving your shoulders, doing a little shimmy so you, you know, make some more room in there. Um, Allura, towards the back there, there's what appears to be something protruding from the far wall. Looks like people were digging in there and uh, just stopped. Oh, interesting. I wonder if this is the uh, the tunnel they were digging around the door? Maybe. Something. Do you see anything else up there? So this this wouldn't really make sense because the door is on the, the other far side. Like to the left. West side. Oh, I gotcha. Yep, yep. This is well, another tunnel. Lots of tunnels around here, I guess. But, uh, they just stopped. And uh, there's, there's something protruding. Just the glint of something, like a small piece of silver or something from inside the wall. I wonder what this is. Uh, Does it look safe to try to pull it out? I don't know. Uh, Back up a little bit. Let's just do this safely. I'm going to summon my mage hand. Okay. And back up like... The only the only barbarian in the party is uh, the only buddy the only person with anything specked into barbarian is Clem, right? Yes. And nobody has any druid multiclass anything, right? Okay. Okay. I just have to think about just confirm everybody's fun question. And no (laughs) one. It's a very specific one. (laughs) No one is a shifter, right? I'm a changeling. Uh... Does that count? Changelings are shifters in a way. Oh wait, shifter like the playable yes, race. Yes, the not playable shifter, race. Like the yes. Adjective. Yes. Oh. Um. No. No one's a shifter. Okay. All right. So Allura using Mage Hand, right? Uh, before I pull on it, though, actually, I'd like to check in there for traps. <laughs> Make an investigation check for me. Great right. call. Fuck! I just can't roll anything ever. Uh, inspiration? That's, no, that's a 19. Rolled a 5. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. And so, uh, f- so 19 total? Uh, this does not seem to be trapped. Nice. However, however... Well, they say you can't roll anything. You got a nineteen. As you as as you begin kind of moving your mage hand over to the area to try and move away some of the dirt. Step back out again after I was done investigating. Sorry, I forgot to turn I apparently turned repeat mode off and then on and then back off again. I don't know. Robots pain. Okay. So as you begin moving your mage hand over, my hair is not cooperating today. As you begin moving mage hand over towards the and begin of begin revealing some of the the earth around it, uh, can you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Both of us. Just a little rough for now. Jesus fucking Christ! It's a 
Six. Six. You, uh, you kind of stop like dead in your tracks and you just get this chill that runs down your spine and this primal, very, very primal f- sense of fear that kind of creeps up from you and you're like, and you just stop what you're doing and kind of like slowly back out. This, this is probably something that shouldn't be tampered with. You all right? I, I don't know what's going on with that, but I wouldn't touch it. I don't know. It's not, it's giving me bad vibes. I'm just like, hmm. what is it? I couldn't tell you. But it's not trapped. Obviously not a good idea. That I can find. So now Tara wants nothing more than to go touch it. Because yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Avalon wants nothing more oh, than to go touch Tara, it. Tara, okay, Tara squeezes Actually, in there. Go ahead. Back way up, because I'm frightened. <laughs> hold on a second. I'm, uh, before you go running in there, uh, I'm going to, uh, if if they if someone actually said fear, then Themis is going to cast calm emotions before anybody else goes in there. Okay, and which, um, and if you do it that way, it gives folks advantage against fear effects, right? It says you can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. Wow. Okay. Cool. I never uh, used it that way. Hey, give yourself DM inspiration, and. Thank you. Of course. Uh, each um, humanoid in a twenty-foot radius sphere, centered on the po- on a point of my choosing, must must make a charisma saving throw. However, you can choose to fail right. if you wish. Okay. What were you gonna say? Were you, did you have anything to add, Avalon? Uh, yeah. No yawning. Um, <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> I I I'm gonna go ahead and give uh, bardic inspiration to Tara as well. Okay. Um, to use however she sees fit in this endeavor. Or another endeavor. Oh, you have it for ten minutes. Okay. Anyway, um, she just like locks eyes with Tara, just very intensely, and just think about how cool this will be if you get it out when no one else could. Okay. I believe in you. And you your bardic inspiration is a D six right now. I think it's a D eight actually. Let me double check. Okay. But yeah, we're going to we're going to yeah, it's a D eight. Okay. Yeah, you guys until uh for the next for the next mi- for the next minute any any effects causing char- uh, charmed or frightened are suppressed. Okay, so you don't even need the bardic inspiration. So if you want to give that back to yourself, you don't even need it. Nope. No, no, no. Uh it's not just for the fear thing. It can be whatever she wants to use it on. Okay. Within the next 10 minutes. So okay. if it's like any other thing relating to this or whatever, she has Fair 10 enough. Minutes. Okay. Well, you're very inspired to squeeze in there. I'll I say no check needed to... You're and I yeah. want it to be mine. Um, I'm going to... Okay, I'm doing it. I'm going to go try to pull it out. Okay. It is. All right. You power through and you can... You, as you reach out, you hear just this flash of something in your mind. That's just... It echoes and it, like, it gives you this deep headache. It's like something on this explosive sound in your ear that is just this like this this growl and snarl and roar that kind of all in one that you're able to shake off as you kind of reach and grab it out and stumble back with this 
in your hand and what you have is you rip it out of the wall and the earth around it kind of just crumbles a little bit of dust kicks up is this sort of dirty you could have brushed the dirt off and it is this totem statuette of this figure with these runes carved all around it and there is the open head of a wolf with sort of the these the eyes of which appear to be ruby and they are they seem to glow as you look into them ooh shiny Tara probably wouldn't know this but is there like do I feel anything when I like hold it do I like get does anything happen with your emotions calmed you feel this sense of very primal rage that you're suppressing and your heart begins to beat faster and your adrenaline starts to pump and Can I just say Tara's the last one that needs more rage <laughs> you are sort of a little bit on on edge as you as you hold this what do you do this is a very important what do you do next eat it um i don't know what i want to do with it i just want to hold it and like it's mine um is it is it made out of like stone or silver or it's like, se- it I seems it to be eyes, but... yeah it seems to be made out of silver Um, I just, I want to take it. I want to keep it with me. I don't want to let it go. Make a religion check, by the way. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh. Okay. Because you were, like, uh, trying to trying to suss it out before, so. Um, don't forget you have bardic inspiration. You do. Thank you. Uh, is that a, you said that's a D8? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so that's... 14. Thank you so much for that, because I rolled a 6. Okay. So 14. <laughs> 14. It looks, you, you remember, it seems to be some sort of wolf deity. Um, you've seen, you've seen religious imagery in different parts of, different parts of the world that call back to this uh, sort of very Norse or Uthgardian deity. Um, but exactly the name or the, the pantheon eludes you. But it is definitely Uthgardian in origin. Though that is essentially the Viking tribes of the northeastern region of Icewind Dale, the true north. The spine of the world. I'm going to step out of the little tunnel, holding it, and I'm going to kind of turn it to show it to everyone else to see if anybody else can place it, but I'm not letting anybody else touch it. It's it's mine now. It's my baby, and nobody else can have it. Does anybody, does anybody know what this is of? Do I recognize it? Make a religion check. 
Okay, That's I have pretty. proficiency in religion. So you're helping. Same question, because if the, if anyone that has proficiency in religion can make a check and not have the DC increased, if you have proficiency in religion. I was a total of eleven. I used my DM inspiration, and it was still only an eleven. Okay, eleven. DM inspiration used. Thank you. Given Thamus's background and where she spent way too much time, would that offset the DC increase? Oh no! I, okay, so are are you proficient in religion, by the way? No. No. Okay. So I would say. That's why I'm asking. I would say yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. The DC will stay the same, which is 15, by the way. So, no DC increase for you because of your background. It doesn't matter. It's, a nat, it's another nat 20. For a total of 21. What in the heck? Why? Okay, so you are able to read the runes immediately. And these are... The runes have several different words to them. And they're just, they just appear to be proper uh, sort of various different nouns. It's beast. Black-blooded. Wild hunter. Stalker. Render. And then the wolf's head you recognize immediately as the deity Fenris, which is in Uthgard, depicted as a wolf. But most folk of Faerun know him as Malar. The Beast Lord. Malar is a chaotic evil deity of shapeshifters, of lycanthropy, of were-creatures, of transformative curses. It is likely cursed. And this was from Rudolph's poll, by the way. Reversed Fenrir. Does this mean I get to be a were-genasi? If you want. I hope so. Y'all gotta stop. We don't have remove curse yet. No more. Speaking of cursed items, um, Simeon. Simeon, uh, there's this, uh, the hand I wanted to give you. Feminine presenting. It would be, yeah, or, or, or someone who identifies somewhere on the feminine spectrum, or feminine presenting, or feminine identifying. Sounds good. Yeah, it, anyone that sort of, anyone that, that, that seems to resonate with with sort of a cursed divine feminine we'll call it like a darker divine feminine yeah. it would it would meld and mesh better with with whether it's whether it's feminine presenting or feminine identifying or both anyone that has that our, connection uh, yeah our ominous magic is oh. inclusive on this yes, channel it is <laughs> <laughs> Equal it's important. opportunity, equal opportunity cursing. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I'll give you DM inspiration again, Keeping but you already have it. Keeping that in mind for a future one shot. 
That, that's so, just uh, an expression we have in our house because in our house we are all we all have tendencies to run our mouths. So the common expression is equal opportunity offensive. Amazing. <laughs> I love that. But I'm um, here, Simeon. This is yours to re-gifts to someone. Um, and well, he will I... try to give the hand over to him. Thank. Yeah. Thank You're you, able I, to pass I it off. Guess? None of you have, now that you have discussed what it actually is with the, uh, with the woman that you met from Faye, the, the wizard from Faye, you have, the two of you seem to be able to pass it freely between each other. Uh, as you do, there are these, you can kind of, at the moment of passing it, you both kind of hear these indistinguishable, like ominous whisperings. Like just in the back of your mind, that kind of claw you give you a little, but that's about it. Otherwise, you can pass it freely between each other. Um, can I hold on to this for a bit? I don't. Oh, it's rightly know it's yours. Who I should give it to? Yeah, no, it's it was, it is my gift to you and whoever you give it to i hope it is a very awesome gift for them if not then i am sorry but i'm sure it'll be fine uh i mean simeon will will sort of look askance at that last part but uh will yeah all right um um and and we'll wrap it in a uh, in a cloth and okay. stash it in his bag. All right. So, Themis, with the knowledge that you have of what this thing is, and by the way, um, Simeon just kind of wraps it up. No issue. Kind of puts it in his pack. In the meantime, Themis, what are you going to do with this knowledge? You see, Tara very excited about the shiny object and kind of like breathing heavy as she look, gazes into it. I'm just going to share all of that information okay. with everyone because okay. this is a potentially evil deity we're dealing with. Yeah, no. Everyone needs we're to know already, what we're dealing with. Don't we already deal with deities? Evil deities? I was going to say the Zentarum isn't particularly. Um... Right, but th this is very about the alignment of their deities. This is very primal, and also you know that Themis, being part of his entire band, a lot of folks don't worship the the Dawn Mother, but in this situ the Dawn Father, but in this situation, as far as the deities of the Zentarum, Malar is not is one that is considered to be too wild and unpredictable, and is mostly worshipped in more um, uh, more tribal regions, especially the Uthgardians, who reveal, who revere Malar as a wolf rather than uh, a, a primate-based uh, deity. But different different symbolism, different interpretations of Malar, but even the Zentarum are like, it's too unpredictable, too wild. Even Siric is like, it's just bestial rage, right? It's, it's this very primal force, and the Uthgardians have a connection to it as well. And I will shit, and I will say the fact that it's pro it's possibly cursed. Yes, <laughs> it's likely. 
Not confirmed, but very likely that it is cursed Not in some way. Not confirmed, but probably cursed. Yes. At, at this point, has the calm emotions worn off yet? I think you still get a few more minutes out of it. It's I think it only minute. lasts for a minute, yeah. Is it a minute or is it ten minutes? One. One minute. Okay, do me a favor and make a con save. Right? Yeah, constitution saving throw as you're like kind of you, the rest of you can see Tara like <sighs> like looking at this thing a dirty 20 okay you are able to for the remainder of the day you have this unquenchable rage that is building within you and you're able to you're able to push it back but you should probably take a break and keep it uh, when the spell ends, any suppressed effect resumes, provided that its duration is not expired in the meantime. Right. So, it seems to have... It seems to be fine with you now. It attempted to... It attempted to commune with you and show you fear, and you suppressed it, and now it is just giving you these urges of violent rage. One that was so intense, you are able to... You're, you're gassed right now. You're like... But you're able to... I'll say this. You are able to distinguish friend from foe in this moment. So it's like a Tuesday. It's fine. Yes. It'll be fine. You um, are not overcome with unquenchable bloodthirst and rage. Would you like to put it in your pack? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but, I wanna, but, I also, but I wanna keep it. Like she does not want to get rid of it. Like this is it's it's hers now and mm -hmm. it's shiny and pretty and it makes mm -hmm. her feel angry. So she wants to keep it, but mm -hmm. she will put it in her pack. Okay. Start thinking about what Terra's bestial form looks like. <laughs> yes. I will. Ooh. Okay. God. Wear possum. <laughs> yeah. Consider it. Well, I, I like I, I like uh, I like the idea of this sort of stone shaped primal that is like sort of this uh, like um, like a uh, if, like a geode rager from Magic the Gathering or something similar like this very or like a um, mm -hmm. uh, like something I don't know like any like or like the great beasts from Lord of the Rings or I'm thinking of like a, like a almost like a Steven Universe like crystal like crystal like yeah. beast I'm I'm definitely seeing in my mind some shark like features but like with stone like I'm down for that. yeah. <laughs> Very angular and yeah. terrifying. Yeah, like kind of like fight people. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be like a stone teeth. Shark sure. People. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking like like street sharks, but made of stone. And like this. Yeah, very, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like still with that very shark like uh, sort uh -huh. of face. Can I have like a stone fin too? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> Build some shit. And I still have a tarot card from Azazel. So let me just take a peek. Let's see, this one is further up. All right. So this one is from Azazel. So, and it was upright. It is Kanaz. So could I, it is strength in, strength of craft, 
strength of skill, strength of the artisan, success in such endeavors. So could I have everyone please roll a d20 and put your results in the chat? This is a strictly beneficial rune. Thank you, Azazel. It is appreciated, I assume. 6, 18, 12, 3, 17, one more, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, five. All right. Tara also damn, Tara's getting all the benefits. <laughs> Tara. Sorry. No, it's totally fine. You you pulled one that was like the party already took a short rest and yeah, it was your pull, so it gave you the plus five temp HP. You don't have to apologize. It's totally fine. You roll the highest. It's the luck of the dice. No apologies needed, girl. Uh Kanaz. Show you the Kanaz, the strength of art and artifice. Okay, very cool card. I love these Viking Oracle cards. And I think it's if I just do Oracle, it is the Viking Oracle, one of those. Hopefully that works. I think I updated those. It is the should be the second one. Let me know if that link doesn't work and I'll fix it. That being said, you have through the rune of Kinaz. Uh-huh. Oh. Roll a d4, Terra. Just so you know, the first link didn't work, but the second one did. Okay, thank you. And the second oh, one brings you to the the Oracle, the uh, Viking Oracle Tarot. Um, Star Stacey? Temple Oracle. Nope. Oh, okay, I'll have to fix that. Oh, you said a D four. D four. Got a four. Okay. So that is going to be your. Oh, that's the wrong one. You can have a choice. You can have permanent, well, you can have advantage, disadvantage on the next skill check made with artisans' tools or vehicles, or advantage, uh, advantage, uh, sorry, advantage, disadvantage is just my notes. Ignore that. You can have advantage on the next skill check made with artisans' tools or vehicles, or you can have advantage on the next skill or ability check of your choosing skill or ability check okay so the next skill or ability check that you make you will have advantage until used so put that in your notes again y'all are responsible for keeping track of the buffs and debuffs that you receive from the tarot card so make sure you put it in your notes wherever you want to put it that is your responsibility thank you you're welcome but that is kanaz it is craftsmanship artisanship and success in such feats and just general success in your line of work which in this case would be agents of the Zentarum. so thank you again everyone for the tarot pulls they are much easier to go through in this game carry on excuse me hell shit what <laughs> Some, let's kill some shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right uh, along. Yes. Clem is going to see Terra breathing heavy and ready to smash some stuff, and he's going to get psyched go. up to go and do the same. All right. So what's down on this room here? Uh, this right. yes okay so this room appears to be uh, it is very dimly lit there appear to be uh, sort of collections of 
old cots and straw that has been used as sort of like a makeshift sleeping quarters. Well, I'm actually wanting to try something. Um, he he knows he has the potential to use a magic ability. Um, it's from the MCDM stuff, actually. Okay. All right. Let me open up the Kingdoms of Warfare book. It is his War Mage thing. Um, he would like to try and channel some magic energy into his into his hammer okay and he would like to channel fire fire energy to see if he can make that into like a makeshift torch okay so kingdoms and warfare mcdm here's the book in all its glory, the shipping apocalypse has concluded. War Mage, you gain proficiency in the Arcana skill. As a bonus action, you can charge one melee weapon you're holding with magical energy. Okay, and you are... Okay, so are you just powering up your hammer? Yeah, I just want to power it up and give it fire energy so it can be like a torch. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. So using War Mage, which is a feature of the Martial Regiment in MCDM Kingdoms and Warfare. Thank you for using that. That's a good plug. Yeah. Your um, uh, weapon just begins to glow. The top of it seems to be engulfed in fire, and the rest of you just see uh, Clem kind of channel this energy and just <laughs> light the hammer on fire. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it looks like I can use that ability uh, repeatedly. However, the dispel magic is only once a day mm -hmm. or once per long rest. Yeah. So I can, cool. as long as I use it every minute, I have a, we don't have to waste torches. <laughs> and that's a, I would assume a five foot radius. Um, sure. Whatever you, whatever you deem it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Just, we'll give uh, you, well, what's five, the radius five, on a five, torch? Five, 20, 20. Uh, 20 Those feet of bright and 20 feet of dim. With that, I'm going to give you... You said 20-20? Yeah. Oh, torch is 20-20. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you just a 10-foot radius circle. That's fine. Yeah. Um. So let's see... Just because it's a different effect and it goes on and off again, on and off again. Um. You're already you're already admitting bright light, so... we You, you have a torch, and I assume you put it out, and then you are relighting this. I have one. Yeah, I had one earlier, but now he's like, hmm, why am I going to yeah. waste these? And he'll just do that instead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you 10-10, so it's a little bit reduced. Cool. But you don't have to use torches. But remember, if you used a torch and went... If you had a torch out and you went back up to rest, if you're one of the people that had a torches out, please make sure to subtract that torch from your inventory, because that is not good. You've already used that torch. You'd have to replace that and get another one. Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah. Clem, could I borrow one of those torches? All I have with me are candles. Sure. Um, let me see. Candles suck. Five feet of bright and five feet of dim. Okay. And you essentially Clem just have a little give... bubble around yourself and that's it. Okay. Clem is going to give you nine torches. Wow. Okay. Just brrr. There you go. Nine torches. I just wanted one, but we're good. <laughs> now you have nine. Thank you. <laughs> That'll help. Um, Let me add those to my sheet real quick. And then uh, Rin's going to use Prestidigitation to light one. Um, okay. Uh, I also give you a ten. that room. 
I'll give you a tinder box as well if you don't have one. All right. I I don't, but I don't need one, so it's fine. So oh, Rin yeah, right. lights a torch, and I'm not a monster, so torches usually last for the duration of several hours. So go ahead and light it up. Uh, now, are you talking about the cave that they were just in, or the room with the beds? Because your token is in the little cave that they were in. Yeah, that's that's the room I'm talking about. I want to okay. like just see if there's anything else in there. Any nothing else any catches your passages eye. Passages or anything like that. Nope, just okay. ends in three three dead ends. The only okay, thing of I'll, note uh, in there has been found. Right. Uh, okay, I'll just peek in here then. Okay. Uh, that is again uh, what appears to be a common room. I believe that is where y'all came down. No, we we entered we entered from over here. Oh yes yes yes, yes. okay. Uh, so that tunnel that they were talking about is likely that tunnel behind whence you came. So just a point of common knowledge, it would pr you'd be like, oh, it's probably as far as what they were working on. They managed to seemingly clear a path, but didn't really make any progress into the vault that they were trying to get to. That being said. Rin. Peeking in up here, it appears to be an old common room that uh, has various tables and chairs. It, it was, this was described briefly before. Uh, it's sort of, uh, again, there are uh, about one, two, three, four, uh, four barrels of stale, uh, likely stale ale, um, a few barrels of uh, foodstuffs. Uh, again, this is probably the common area for the rogues of Tilberton that you recall was being hastily abandoned. There are even some plates of old cheese, uh, sort of stale cheese and, and, and uh, crackers that uh, are starting to, to, to get a little stale as well. Uh, and there is a rat, a small rat on the center one, uh, nibbling on some of the um, uh, some of the leftovers that were left on the plates. Again, mostly cheeses and hardtack type of a situation. Some half-consumed mugs of ale, uh, now stale and exposed to the air. Probably a few bugs have crawled in there. Okay. And a passage um, that seems to connect to back to the main waterworks of Right, the, the spot yes. where we fought yep. the assassin. Yes, main waterworks. Okay. Uh, there are, I mean, if you're thirsty, probably the ale here, you might be able to tap it. It's it's fine. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Simeon, or someone, said that they were um, investigating that other room with the piles of stuff in it. Very descriptive. And yes, yeah, just sort of looked in to see that it was a bunch of, of straw, and was like, yeah, whatever, this isn't terribly interesting. Yes. Uh, I just sort of continuing across the back, that bottom wall. Rough-hewn cots on the... straw and a few insects crawling around the floor there. Uh, heading to the south, uh, again, more clay pots, etc. Some barrels and crates and a reinforced wooden door. Most of the doors here are... Old, uh, old but sturdy wood, uh, with steel latches. Right, so reinforced steel latches uh, that you should be able, in theory, uh, if it is not locked, to be open, uh, open and close relatively easy, with relative ease. Words jumbled together are hard. Words, words, words. Yes. Um. Sydney wants to take a quick look at this one before um, hollering over to Alora. Okay. All right. Hollering, I mean, you know. Sure. Quick look Waving. via investigation check, you mean? Yes. Okay, investigation check. Uh, uh, 18. Uh, does not appear to be trapped or locked. 
Oh, well, in that case. Doesn't seem to be trapped. I should be fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Put a hand on the door. Follow as well. I'm used to opening the doors because I'm the one who's the sturdy. The way. Mm. Probably open it quietly, but you know, we've been futzing around down here long enough. All right. This is one of my favorite doors in here. Because it leads. <laughs> I didn't get the thing right. To what appears to be walk. an empty room. Appears to be. You can see arrow slits in the wall here. That lead yeah, into. Does it line up with the tunnel that we were in before? Uh, it it might. So the, these very, very thin, like, sort of arrow slits, you can just gaze in and see sort of uh, complete darkness. Uh, more stonework on the other side. I would say, give me an intelligence check, by the way. Just a general intelligence check. Yep. The wrong guy for that. <laughs> Til Tilverton Stale Ale, yes. 14? Uh, yeah, on a 13, I would say likely just kind of gazing in. And, with, uh, and you have dark vision, right? I do. Okay, with all the torches and everything, kind of just gazing in with your dark vision, likely looking through the, these very, unless you had gaseous form, you wouldn't be able to fit through these these arrow slits. But likely, with a with a DC of thirteen for your intelligence check, it's you're pretty confident that that tunnel they were that they were digging might, if that tunnel did did go all the way through, it would likely um, sort of lead here. And again, that is not the, is that the tunnel that we took to get here? Because there there's some form of curved something or other that I can see here. I will show you. I'll drag your token over here. Okay, so this tunnel. Yes. It likely connects. Okay. Didn't open the room. I just opened the door. Oh, sorry. Uh, no penalty. There's nothing in there that would jump out at you. So. Okay. So was that room just like an ambush sort of room where they could like hide out and poke at people that come down that tunnel just seems like an empty room well nothing interesting here okay <laughs> yeah i i wouldn't arrows not so much yes so so i I'm guess i'm gonna grab a chair and toss it in there I, I guess to answer your earlier question avalon it could be used as like a defensive position to if you if you needed to uh, defend the main area from one of the other entrances or haven't if you needed to to have anybody you know check for a passcode back in the day or uh however it seems like that would does seem like a like a, a position of strength because it directly connects to the common area right where most of the workers would be and there's you know again there's other tunnel entrances that lead here so it makes sense right you have you do have like a fallback uh, time of troubles was disaster there was a spell plague so with all the all the tumultuous all the war and and the chaos and everything that happened in Faerun's history yes, having a defensible position anywhere including a waterworks would probably be a good idea Lama's gonna grab a box and throw it into the room 
Uh, what room? Just that room, just for the hell of it. The you... room that Simeon just stepped out of. Okay, the one to, straight down? Yeah. Nick, okay, yeah, okay. So, sure, you grab a... Uh, this is the close... Well, whatever, this one's a little bigger. You want to grab that one? Sure. Okay, all right. You grab this crate right here and kind of walk it down to the door and throw it in the room. And you have successfully thrown a crate that sort of cracks along the side. Uh, some bits of cloth fabric protrude from it. And uh, you have thrown a crate of linens into an empty room. Mission accomplished. All right. <laughs> D&D, everybody. Crunch. Yeah. All right, I guess let's... Um... Get to the task at hand before Jenny gets more passive aggressive. <laughs> now, my question is, what's around the corner where we found the rogue or found the red plumes the first time? Because as we came yeah, around the corner that... the first time, Simon was like, "Oh, look, a small hallway. What's that? Oh, it's hmm. full of enemies. Ah, ow, 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 ow." <laughs> I, I think we need to take care of what we're down here to take care of, and then we can explore to our heart's content. I think the exploring was what we were here to do. I got a map to draw, and he's going to show his map huh? that he's been working on. Right, but we are also down here to do with a large toothy thing, remember? What are looking for? I was here when we got started. Yeah. We probably should, because it looks like Terra's going to tear us up if we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Rock. <laughs> Terra, you hear sort of a whisper in the back of your mind. It just says, That door will kill you. But I can give you the strength to get through it. If you let me in. Congratulations on your impending warlock level. Look forward to it. <laughs> I really want to say yes to this voice because I really want to see what's going to happen. It's just kind of like a thought you have and you... you... You're kind of manifesting this thought in your mind, and it's this guttural, growly, sort of rumbling voice that kind of snarls and snaps. You know, Tara's not a smart person. She just likes to punch stuff. Um, so, you know, she's starting to think that maybe this voice is right, that maybe she just needs some extra strength to be able to get us through this I love how that's the thought after she just, like, almost soloed those assassins earlier. <laughs> she needs more strength. <laughs> yeah, she has Always. to get rid of that almost. If she can't actually solo them, then what's the point? Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, Tara's just gonna, gonna think back, you know what? You might be right. Yeah. Yes. 
Nothing happens yet. So the door we're looking for is over on this but side? But you're side? over here. But you're, you're, you have this thought, and you would be eager to test it out on the door. So I know Ren is, Ren is suggesting one thing. Um, Simeon is suggesting another. I'm not sure about uh, Clem or Allura or Thamus, but Terra... I could probably dispel it. Terra is having these strong urges thanks to the idol that was picked up. Uh, that I is, want to punch the shit out of that door. Yeah, wanting an opportunity to, to show your strength and also give you a dire warning about the door itself seemingly being trapped by some sort of unseen magic. Uh, Tara's gonna ask um, if anybody if anybody can dispel any magic that's from the door before I start punching. I I can try. I can tomorrow. I've already already spent a fair bit of my uh, good magic. I got this. I can do it. I'm a barbarian that can cast a spell magic. Why do I not have dispel magic? That is a darn good question. It's a third level spell and you don't have those yet. That would be why. Also, I don't think it's on the paladin list. That would also be why. It is, uh, actually. But it is third level. If that's the case, uh, Clem, will... Clem will happily approach the door to see if he can do this properly. That and I took literally all utility, all utility and healing spells. Okay. What kind of door is this, by the way? Go ahead and move your tokens around appropriately, please, uh, to appropriately represent your position on the maps. Uh, the door seems to be a reinforced steel door, um, and Terra, knowing what you know, it would probably be a, a heckin' concern for you to see anybody walk towards the door. <laughs> Considering, again, common knowledge that it was also told to you that the last person to try to open the door was disintegrated. And where I mean, exactly is the door? Okay, so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna keep pinging it. It's over here. Okay, thank you, thank you. sorry. Definitely okay. wanted to look at this thing, but I thought we were moving on to find the beast. Is it down here, do you think? You could, right? It's kind of a group discussion. The party seems to be a little bit divided as to what y'all want to do and how you want to accomplish and what goals you have. So let y'all figure it I out amongst we yourselves. Were... I, too, thought we were going after the beast at this point. I did, too, but I have this just need to get through this door. I can't explain it. I, I need to get through this door. I, I have definitely That's... settled down with party conflict, but if it's a matter of door one or door two, I'm sorry, y'all. That's on you. <laughs> you got to figure That's it out. Fine. I don't think it's an Fair. actual conflict. I, I think it's just conversation. <laughs> okay. I, I also think it's not that we're ignoring one one thing over another it's a matter of order of operations mm -hmm. let's just let's just get, figure out this fucking door and get it over with Clem is going to make a mage hand he's going to hide behind the corner and make his mage hand pop out and it's going to be this giant bunny paw and it's going to float towards the door itself and try to jiggle it and make it do stuff to see if it does anything weird okay as you send the mage you know hit, go ahead. Um, on that, on that note, whoever's the the people actively going towards the door, mm -hmm. 
We're gonna go with bless. And I'm I'm hiding behind the corner, just like casting this, like looking at. Okay, it. all right. I would I, I okay. So I would. Uh, it, everyone seems to be in cover, so I would hold off on using the spell slot for now because it seems to be like more of a test. And I, and your you and your character would know that like just a little mage hand jiggle the door would probably be fine, uh, especially within cover, con- considering what you were already told. So just so you don't use it too early, because this only lasts a minute. So. Uh, We'll keep that on. We'll keep that on a sidebar for bless. So for when it is needed, just so you don't waste a spell slot. And in the meantime, I'm gonna have the mage hand kind of it jiggles the door, and you see this flash of light, almost like an like a an, an old timey flashbulb camera. You all, uh, you're temporarily blinded for like ten seconds, and there's this blast, uh, this blast and flash of light. Like, again, from an old-timey camera, and you can smell the phosphorus even. And, like, little bits of dust just fall from the ceiling as you try to open the door. With the mage hand. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, he's going to grab one of his hand axes. Mm-hmm. And he's going to charge it with some energy. Okay. Um, for flavor... He's going to make it light up with uh, lightning energy. Okay. And he is going to try and do the spell magic, um, but he is he is tossing it. So I'm going to chuck it at the door itself to hit the object. And if I hit it, then I can cast a spell magic to affect it. Okay, so so I am staying where I am, but I'm going to be tossing the axe directly at the door. Okay, all right, and you're you're channeling dispel magic into the axe. Yes, so the dispel magic is it comes from my charged weapon specifically. Okay. All right, and it's just a base level dispel magic, right? Base level, yep. Okay, you come around the corner and take your axe, and you kind of run your hand along it and it starts to glow and sort of shake with energy and you kind of turn and and turn back and you're and this and this fizzling sound that's it i don't get to roll anything oh no well let me yeah i gotta look it up because if it's a higher spell DC, I think I do get to roll. So is this uh, the vault of Tilverton? Are I we stealing look from the time e. here? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So you are correct. What's your spellcasting ability? Um. Okay. Uh, the specific ability or the number? What's your spellcasting ability? Oh, charisma. Charisma. Okay, so go ahead and make me a. Um... Make me a charisma check, please. So, roll. Okay. Yeah, make me a charisma check. No. No. <laughs> I'm not using this dice for the rest of the night. What'd you I get? A nat one. Yeah, no. A nat one. Not nat one. Nope. The more important question is, is my hand axe okay? 
your hand axe is fine. Okay. Throw, throwing a here. hand axe at the door did not trigger the the spell. There were there was like a flash of, of magic and this but then it kind of like this fizzling, crackling, sizzling sound like hot oil. Yeah, I'm just gonna run over there and grab my hand axe and be like, well, I uh I tried. Okay. Um Terry, you hear that voice again that's just like show them. I am going to channel my inner brick from Borderlands, and I'm just going to go punch the shit out of the door. Okay. Yes. As you do, you run towards the door. You let go of your control. You start to change. You become one size larger. You take the form of this humanoid stone shark-like creature. And you barrel through the hallway, knocking over stone and brick, and let out this grinding stone guttural scream of rage. I need you to make another con save for me and run towards the door. And the rest of you just watch Terra transform into this creature. Run up to the door. Go ahead and move your token and just punch the door with this enormous stone fist right off of its fucking hinges as it flies against the other side and collapses until she just turns and fucking Tice can did you know did you know she could do that? I rolled a motherfucking natural twenty for oh, twenty three. Nice. You are in complete control. You are your muscles are now stone, like grinding stones on stones. You flex and scream and your kind of face again morphs and shifts from Terra's sort of feminine features into that sort of snout shark like uh, uh creature with that sort of fin in the back and uh, everything is very it, it's fucking scary right and Terra is sort of down over here i'm gonna go ahead and remove that layer of dynamic lighting into the other room you are in complete control uh and you are gonna gain a bunch of stuff uh including the uh, ability to essentially it is um let's see it is it's an enlarge but you're gonna go ahead and change your uh creature type to you gain you you maintain everything as an earth genasi but you gain a secondary creature type as shifter so you gain also all the benefits of a shifter and when you transform into this creature it doubles your size however every time you transform you have to make a con check. The DC is going to get easier until it reaches a certain threshold, but it's going to start high. And as the more you transform, the lower the DC will get, but it does have a lower threshold, right? So it doesn't, it, it, it has diminishing returns. So likely the DC will probably bottom out at 13. If you lose control during, uh, during a, a shift from bearing the cursed talisman of Malar you will likely fly into an uncontrollable rage being able to unable to discern friend from foe and you gain the ability to shapeshift you gain the ability to shapeshift as much as having the shifter feature 
will allow. So any questions about your shape-shifting feature, refer to the shifter sheet, the shifter information. And okay. the only difference is, is that your specific form doubles your size. And you have to make this con save every time to avoid flying into an uncontrollable, unquenchable, bloodthirsty rage. And that's scary as a monk. I'm so excited about this, you don't even know. However, the door has been opened. And, and again, by the way, uh, as many times per day, also defer to the, the shifter stats. The door has been opened. And you see kind of before you this sort of passageway of crumbled stones and another hallway that opens up into a dimly, a faint, a faintly glowing dim lit room that has sort of this flickering pale bluish, bluish white light and also a hint and hue of green, sort of this pale sickly green coming from the far side. And as Terra turns to all of you and kind of screams, knocking and getting through, successfully getting through the door. And you all kind of stand there and are like, again, did, could you do that? That's where we're going to go ahead and take a break. So we're going to take a 10 minute break. So go take care of yourselves. We are kind of nearing the end of the session-ish, but uh, take five, 10 minutes. And we'll come back here at, uh, so closer to 5 and 10 because I want to start back up at 12 10 we'll get through as much as we can and then we'll we'll do outros and call it for the evening so take care of yourselves hydrate get some snacks whatever you need and we'll see you back here um we'll be hitting go at 12 10 so take your time but 12 10 we're gonna jump right back in so we'll see y'all soon bye brb like this music a lot because I can do stuff to the beat because it's like this bum bum bum. Welcome back everybody. Uh, Tara has this really intense wear creature shift form now so yeah that happened anyway. Uh, let's pick up from that fucking mess <laughs> where we left off. Uh, the door's open guys. Yeah, but when, I, when, like, when you speak, back. it's like this kind of rumbling, like, like very grainy stone on stone. Still feminine, but it kind of echoes. And y'all are like... The moment Tara says anything like that, uh, just, oh, the door's open. Clem's like, oh, okay, she's in control. And he's going to just start strolling forward. Okay. That was pretty fucking cool. Nah, I don't know what happened, but I like it. It feels right. It's definitely interesting, that's for sure. I wonder what the limits are. It's curious. Simmy will go ahead and let everybody go in first, and he'll, he'll bring up the rear. Okay. Uh, Tara, you're pretty big. I can't, you know, I'm big too. Trying to fit through. Here. The day Terra fails that save, mm -hmm. all I can see is, like, the ed, like the last episode of Cyberpunk Edge Runners. You can you, you you can go in by the way it's not moving. But but it's one. Of I those... saw you go in there and go nope. <laughs> it was a big old bucket of nope. Vials of green liquid, loose flexible bits of steel and copper piping, lie strewn about the floor. Some sparking with strange lightning magics of artifice, essentially loose wiring. Like... <laughs> 
A large iron titan stands poised as a stoic sentinel in the northwestern corner of the room. Though, likely to your relief, or possibly to your chagrin, it does not move as you enter the room. A large transparent vial with gold-capped lids seems to contain the very essence of a dormant storm captivating your imaginations. What did we just stumble into? Tarot. Tarot card. Ooh! Oh boy. Interesting. Cat's tarot! Lam will... Is there a desk or anything? Anything with, like, writing or something around here? <sighs> there are multiple desks, and this one appears to be a schematic. You'll directly go there and see if you can see anything arcane or just pretty. Okay. Assuming we'll go to the workbench. There are about a dozen different tools here of artifice, all seemingly forged by master smiths, all bearing the symbol of Gond, the inventor and the craftsman, on each of the hammers. Easily recognizable, knowing that the city is a city of Gond, and you have seen the heraldry located throughout the city. You can just Google Gond. Everyone here can Google Gond and look it up. That is, that's a freebie. That's a freebie, no religion check needed. This is very clearly the symbol of Gond. So if you're curious, go ahead and look up G-O-N-D. Now, going over to the schematics, uh, it is uh, written in the language of math. <laughs> you will need an arcana check to decipher. I'm going to say Clem just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the universal language. He he is a sorcerer, and he's a he's a dumb bunny. But I'll I'll try anyway, I guess. Hey, <laughs> yeah, math. No, also my worst enemy, by the way. Also, thank you, Anna, for the card draw. It is drawn. It is pending in the queue. Nine. Oh, I rolled on the thingy. Let me see if I roll lower. No, I didn't. So I'll ignore it. Uh, I got a nine because uh, okay. I think he. I think he wouldn't know. Yeah. No, it seems like gibberish. Clem's like. Mm. Um, this thing I'm standing right in front of is this like a chest? It's hard to tell on the map. Oh, that's a chair. It's a chair. Okay. Yes. Um, I'll <laughs> I'll go back over uh, to where Clem is with the schematics and try to take a look at them as well if I can. Okay. I think the uh, more important question is out of character. Are there any buttons? There are Hold off on button pushing, please. There is a, <laughs> There is a lever. A lever and a oh, switch what? on the far side of on the far side of the this sort of vial of swirling 
it's like a swirling storm, the one that is sort of mesmerizing. There's bits of lightning. Uh, so you know those the, those lightning orbs that they have at science museums? Like with yeah. this, That's basically what's happening on the inside of that. Like an uh, isolated so Tesla only, coil, yeah. Only one lever? Can I... There's one lever on the right-hand side, yes. Please do not pull the lever. Thank you for verbalizing that. It one. has been verbalized. There's There's only one. It's... You know, if if there's going to be a mistake, why would they only put one lever? It's not like there can be a just please a don't wrong sequence. Please, please give me a few minutes to look these over. The Dang. last thing we need is to fight away. that thing if something is wrong. Fine. All right. No, said... Um. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh. I would like to uh, cast um, Enhance Ability on myself for um, heck, intelligence-based checks. Okay. Meow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to double check. I'm trying to double check what the spell says if there's any... Okay, there's not. Never mind. I was trying to make sure there weren't any additional effects that I was forgetting about. I don't know who's, t um, I don't know who's more tired, you or your cat. <laughs> oh, we have a cat cam! I see cat ears! I, I had the cat cam on for a while, like faced at her and no one said anything. Oh, um, the, the, the ears are, oh my goodness. Uh, in any case, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was an arcana check you said? Cats. Yes, arcana check. Okay. Uh, and I used enhance ability to give myself advantage. Perfect. It's a natural 20 for a total of 25. Okay. I'm not going to dispute the nat 20 uh, with a tarot card. So I'm going to say yes, with, with a nat 20, you're able to... It's a good thing, too. Um, the Iron Golem is a masterwork of artifice. These are the schematics that only a nat 20 will allow you to decipher how to reprogram without it becoming hostile. It seemed to have been a programming flaw, and they seem to have discovered a solution to fix it, but the program was discontinued or placed on temporary pause. You do find some notes at the very back that just says, research project terminated indefinitely. So I get the impression that it's possible to reprogram it, but if they found the way, they didn't put it in the notes? I I'm sorry, I'm a little confused with the verbiage here. They stopped making iron golems because they were hostile. They were trying to fix it, but didn't? These, no right? These notes detail how to appropriately, in theory fix and rework an iron golem make an insight check sure uh that was a four on the die give me a second total of six avalon's confusion translates to your characters translates to your character I might be able to set it up so that it's not hostile to us. It's 
unclear how they wrote those notes, but I can try if you think I should. She sort of looks around at the group expectantly. It is, it is, it, it is be... confusing, but again, without really insight roll, you're like, mm, right? Yeah, not sure. No, no, no. Yeah, I get you. Um, if I succeed, this would be a valuable ally down here in the tunnels. If I fail, it'll be a fight. <laughs> Will we be able so to get it back everything. out again? So you you fully uh, with your nat twenty, your Rin is apparently very good at math, and you're able to decipher exactly what needs to be done with the uh, in, inside the back. There is also math that details the exact position of what appears to be a crystalline core that is charged through electricity. Uh, through lightning magic, which you can see here that is condensed. These right. co these copper conductors travel into the back to charge the crystal. And there are arcane runes, right? So this is this is not Heaven's Fire. This is Forgotten Realms Fairy Runes. So things run off of sort of <laughs> things run off of sort of magical artifice and runes, right? Sort of magical runes that actually power it Magitech. magically. Yes, Magitech, exactly. This is um this is Magitech. But the runes themselves have to be aligned in the appropriate position. And the the internal uh conductors, as they're called, right? The internal conductors, the copper circuitry, the wiring has to be uh programmed. Uh, and sort of aligned at just the right spot. Now, th these are schematics with the mathematical equations with your nat 20 that will allow you to do so. It will be another arcana check at advantage because you roll the nat 20 to decipher them to try and rewire it. The DC is unknown. Do I get the sense that it's possible? Like, is it is it one of those, I'm going to need another nat 20? Or is it like a... It's literally mathematically impossible because the highest I can roll is a twenty-five. It actually seems pretty likely because you, because if you're not twenty, you, okay. if you follow the instructions okay. to a T, uh, so you will have to uh, go inside, sort of make sure that the runes are placed in the appropriate. Uh, there's about there's about a dozen runes uh, that need to be sort of readjusted, and uh, copper conductors that need to be attached in the right spots, and the crystal needs to be rotated at the right angle inside of the mechanical apparatus. Uh, it seems to be uh, a program error with one of the runes was upside down. So you have to reel, but up, but right. sort of turning the rune at a different angle will t uh, turn it from hostile to friendly. But you also, in the process of doing so, have to rewire that whole section, essentially. Right, I get you. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and attempt that, at least. Okay. Can I help? How would you like to? Oh, I mean, she, look. she's already rolling an advantage, so you can offer moral support. So you're doing Clang, a great job. Looks like he, <laughs> like, uh... You can. Uh, do you want to take a look? It'll be good to have another pair of eyes so that if something goes wrong, we're not. I'm not fixing this by myself later or anything. I am Clang, not Clang looks an like engineer. He, he he clearly just wants to be useful in the. I, I need a win today. You can flip the switch. Wait. I was gonna say that actually. <laughs> once I once I'm done with this, you can throw the lever, and we'll find out. You might get to hit something pretty soon. At this point, Thamus is just gonna be very much defense defensively on guard, making sure that for. If something does go horribly wrong, that that she's ready to m make sure that nobody gets hurt. 
if I screw this up, this thing might one shot me. Uh, <laughs> ha, ha, that's that's the point. That is in fact the point of Damus's <laughs> defender kind of stance. Rin has an AC well, of thirteen. She will be stomped if she uh, is right here when it turns on and it's hostile. Um. Uh. Well, I can I'm I'm ready to go. When I pull the lever, just uh, stand close to me and. When the I'll lever the gets pulled, I can also boost your AC a little bit. Right. Not I'll keep that in mind. Possibly not enough to matter, but the the sort of like full history of these notes is unclear to me. But I'm pretty sure I know how to redo the the innards of the golem to make it work. Well, let's give it a shot. Pulling the lever is the was... most important bit. So that was Arcana. If it attacks, it's my fault. Arcana at advantage. So go ahead and please move your characters appropriately around the room, wherever you would want them to be. When this, when the, the last step is to throw the switch. All right. So I rolled an eight and a sixteen for a total of twenty-one. Okay, you're so lucky. All right. Not that it was staggeringly high, right? You know, not that it was a DC of twenty, but this is one of those save or suck scenarios yeah. where like. Either we have a boss yeah. battle or we have a dope ally. That you have and, to run uh, from. <laughs> right. Because, okay, blanket statement, I will put stuff in here that you will that you will die if you fight it. So just keep that in mind. So, some stuff you are expected to run from. Not everything, has, but I do put stuff in here. Has it been a minute since I shifted? Yes. Okay, so I'm back to normal now. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it takes about 10 minutes like I take 10, very easy. And then after you take 10 and rewire everything in there, you th it's very simple. You're like, yeah, I don't know why they just didn't do it. And you kind of flip it around and likely there's a thought, I'll give you at least a thought that like, oh, I wonder if the last, I wonder if the last however many just fucking killed a bunch of people. Makes sense to you. <laughs> and you kind of re <laughs> What a fun yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. Um... And you're like, that, that, that would probably be the first thought. And it's likely that that's what happens. You're rewiring it. You're like, oh, this thing is probably fucking strong. It's got a giant, it, giant cleaver, right? right? <laughs> On it its looks, back. It looks like it's fucking token. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... It, li it literally looks just like that. Uh, all that's left all is right. to throw the switch. Yeah, as she, as she finishes... Um... I, I know it'll only last for like an hour, but uh, before she closes the back panel, she uses uh, prestidigitation to leave um, this very like stylized um, R, like capital letter, le <laughs> capital letter R. Words are hard, you guys. Um, on Same. the inside of the panel as like a like almost like a signature or an emblem, um, and then she'll like close it up and. Pull the lever, crunk. Um, sorry, I'm not Eartha Kit. Anyway, do you want to pull the lever, Clem? Clem, you flip the switch? Not until Ren is close to me, because I want to make sure that I take the hit and not her. Okay. She's right Just next to case. you. Uh, she'll... Okay, I'll get, I'll get around behind you after I close the thing up. Okay, and then he will pull it down. Okay. Shout out to Alita just like backing into the hallway. <laughs> the yeah, construct mean... begins to move as Fine. the lightning energy inside begins to surge. 
And you can see that the energy inside, not only, uh, it, it seems to, there seems to be a, a secondary circuit inside that if you, noticing how it moves, that if you, if you continue to turn the switch, you would open the secondary valve to these vials here and send power into them. That being said, the construct itself begins to grind and move. The eyes light up with this golden yellow light. It begins to shift and crumble as dust, decades old, just begins to move from this and shift from it as bits of rock and stone fall from this workshop, not having been touched in, in decades. It rises to meet you and locks into position when you can see the helmet that has these grates in front and this very intimidating visage stands before you. And with your luck check for the halls, which is whatever god is most appropriate, turning it upside down. Hang on, let me flip back to my other camera so I can see. This is the halls of Valhalla, which is a wild card for the gods and whatever one is appropriate. Whatever god is inappropriate in any such situation. And as it comes to life, so thank you, Anna. This ended up being a good thing. Made it so that you get the following response as it speaks in sort of muffled, robotic, tinny tones. Acolytes of Gond, Unit 6-3 Bravo stands at your command. You can hear Thamus sigh in relief at that. <laughs> There's a beast we need to kill. It can make the fight a lot easier. See what it can do. Be fantastic. Follow, follow and protect. Rindus says very like clearly and directly to it. This unit stands at your command. Unfortunately, power reserves have been depleted. This unit will require a new power core and multitudes of oil to function properly. Where the fuck do I find that? Um. So. That's one. That's yes. one way to make sure we don't use it. Okay. <laughs> so, here's the good news. Okay. This is a big fucking deal for the. All of you kind of. All of you would know this, right? You're like, oh, it's a little disappointing that we can't use it to go fight the monster. However, a new power core, which is essentially a diamond, uh, a large, it could be a crystalline diamond or what appears to be like a clear quartz or a selenite crystal in there. Uh, likely the black hand would have some kind of, would have a multitude of such things. And also it will need to be oiled because it's been sitting here for decades so it's not just me right. being like no poo poo uh it's a construct that is almost 100 years old that is 
a machine that has not been oiled for almost a hundred right, right, right. years <laughs> before y'all get mad uh, at me. No, no, we, we unlock this um, for the war. And Can't use it for the battle. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. However, so you do a... get a special unit to use on the battlefield when, when you do your, your, your actual kingdoms and warfare battle. This is a special oh, cool. unit. This is, yeah, yeah, you get the use of this iron construct. So it'll be y'all that let loose this thing that just kind of rampages through the fucking battlefield. See, I was going to say it might be better served as a sort of sentry down here. Since the sewers are so difficult to patrol and to secure, something like this, once it's fully restored, would be very useful in that regard. But that's a problem for later. For now, we need to deal with other things. I mean, right now, yes. we're the patrol down here. We could, we could definitely use this. <laughs> this unit will enter have... low power mode until power is restored. Thank you for restoring Out... this unit. Outstanding. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Hell. I said 6-3, Bravo, right? Yes. I think... Thanks for not killing us. This unit um, stands by and awaits new power core and oil reserves. Delightful. Um, Do you see the eyes kind of, kind of power down a little bit in like this really dull glow? We'll keep an eye out for anything we can use as a power core and figure that out once we're, once we're done down here. I think this is just sort of a, um, sort of a back burner tool for now thank god the assassins didn't get it yeah agreed definitely this is definitely a boon we can take advantage of later so that is going to be a a crystal or a diamond worth 500 gold pieces that is needed to charge this as well as, fine. as well as about one uh one standard barrels worth of oil Big boy, he needs an oil bath. I mean, I can, I can keep casting grease. Unfortunately, I think grease dissipates. It does. Yeah, you would need actual, yeah, but... actual oil too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to cast as elbow long... grease. As long as I lube up the joint, it should be fine, right? <laughs> hey. You can see that there are a couple of barrels um, behind it. Uh, you, upon investigation, I'll say, just a, in further investigation of the room, what appear to be barrels of, of oil that have been depleted. So it was likely that as it was tested and prepared, these barrels, you know, were used and it was kept here and it was kept in shape. Uh, the project being postponed, uh, they would oil it regularly. It looks like they, there's only a little, there's a little bit left in there, but only about, you know, one, only a little bit, not enough to really fully oil this thing up. And you said something about the other lever being able to charge up things. It yeah. So something. It, so on the left hand side, if you if you continue to pull the lever, it will open the interior circuit and allow the electricity to flow into the other these green vials, these glass green vials here. It seem to have this sort of green liquid filling about half of it. Did the notes mention wanna, that at all? Do we want to turn that and see what those do? Maybe they make special the potions or the explodey things. The notes have no mention of 
whatever these vials are. They look like a green liquid. Yes. I'd Is say the... let's leave. Go ahead, Amos. I'd say let's leave this all for now. Go take care of the other thing and then come back here when we don't, when we have more time. I agree with that. And I then do all the tests. All right, let's go on a hunt. And we put the door back. <laughs> it's like crumpled up, and <laughs> you can like do like it, we... you can do a comical cartoon thing where you pick it up and try to like wedge it in the door, and it just falls over. <laughs> I mean, maybe that thing can't go anywhere on its own, and no one's gonna move it. I don't think there's anything that. Sorry, I broke your door. It's already gone into low power again. It kind of it kind of uh, uh, gets into like a, a its knees kind of like kind of uh, move in and lock in, and its head kind of goes down a little bit. The arms tuck in a little bit, and it kind of squats down, and then the eyes again get very 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 dim. It is still getting some some power, but it's only sort of like like a like a, an iPhone that won't charge essentially. Sleep mode as opposed to turned off. Right. So, I, but you know, like if you get a really old phone and it won't hold the charge, that's essentially what's happening. Where you can you can power it if you plug it directly in, but the second it gets unplugged, it's gonna. Right. All right. Let's. Go I have I have actual science behind not having you use this thing to just wipe the floor with everything in here. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. No one's bothering. There's no We're fun good. Something else. Do it. I have, like, PTSD from some of my other plays. No longer in any games. I think y'all know who it is who would... It made me a better storyteller in a DM. <laughs> no, you're fine. Let's, uh, let's go, there's an let's actual go kill and fight. There's an actual explanation, and that's... Yes. <laughs> that's all I need is a, is cool. a reason I can get behind that says, oh, that makes sense. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I appreciate right. that. Oh. And I appreciate y'all. Yes. Now on oh, to the on to the on to the fight that's probably gonna take too long. Oh, we're gonna cool. I got you. I got you. Clem is going to start casting Presty to spruce up his smells so he can smell like lavender and vanilla and stuff as he prepares to go deeper into the sewers. Okay. You now currently smell amazing. You said before that it's, uh, that the sound is coming from, like, that direction, right? Where I, like, pinged the, the right side of this main waterway? Yeah, so if you... If you're in the waterworks, right, the main area, and you look to the right, there is a sewer gate and it came from the other side of that sewer gate. Right. Well, only because Simeon has been trying to figure out what's down this hallway this entire time. Uh, he is curious to know what's on the little altar back in this corner. Okay, all right. On on his way around the circular, what's it to get to the the actual target okay. bless you there is a sorry we get a little bit of lag here let me 
there is this sort of old, what appears to be just sort of like an, uh, an some kind of an, an ancient goblin uh, mask of some kind uh, sitting on top of an altar. It seems like uh, preserved in some kind of lacquer, likely some kind of a collector's item. Um, but you can see uh, this sort of old altar that looks like it was excavated. It has bits of bits of candle and uh, sort of streaks of old, dried, discolored, slightly off-red um, stains on the stone and old bones that have been strewn about and uh, sort of rocks and some old pottery, it looks like, as well. Mm. Ritualistic purposes. <laughs> yeah, Perhaps so it's a fertility ritual. Okay. Uh, yeah. Simon was just curious to see what was what was over in this corner here. Um, but that's you know. You do hear this faint sense of the sound of sobbing coming from the altar. You kind of stop to turn around, and it's like this 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 feminine um, sob. Nobody nobody else hears this, by the way. He'll get closer and sort of look to see if he can find the source. Okay. You move a little closer and you kind of are looking around the area of this altar and it seems to be coming from... There is this symbol on the altar and it has this... Uh, what seems to be an open gauntlet of some kind. It looks sort of the shape of an open hand. And in the center of the, the palm is sort of the shape of a stylized symmetrical eye. But it is it is this feminine sob and something about this doesn't quite seem right. And you kind of see this, you blink and you kind of see this flash of light in your mind's eye that just, it goes away. And it's kind of like the sudden onset of a really, really dull pressure headache. That just, this feeling of like something's not right here. Kind of the air around you starts to get heavy and you can see things kind of like, your field of vision kind of distorting and kind of pulling against each other in this really strange way and you shake it off and you're still here, but you can still almost like when, when you in some nightmares or in, and if you um, put your head on the pillow for too long, you hear this kind of like, like from the outside, this dull ringing, like the sound of silence that just starts to ring. Simeon just sort of shakes his head a bit and and steps back. Everybody getting cursed today. The as you do, that distortion fades, but the sound of sobbing continues. And does the sound still sound like it's coming from the the, the altar area? Yes. Yep. And as you, there it stops for a moment, and you just hear one word. One word that Clem had heard before. 
Lost. Diesel shot. Hello! Thank you for the raid! Hype train. What a weird thing for an ominous voice to say. <laughs> yes. Hype, hype, hype. Thank you, everybody. Hello, Diesel shot. So, hearing this word, lost, and this pause, the sobbing from the altar continues. It starts back up. Your left hand starts to go a little numb. It starts to be replaced with this burning sensation. Is the hand on the the icon, the icon of the hand? Yeah. Is it a le is it the left hand? Yes. Is the hand that Clem gave me a left hand? Yes. I will place the left hand of Clem from Clem on it's the... Like, what are you doing to me? It's like, yeah, you were grabbing my hand. <laughs> Trust me on this one. It'll be fine. Either just released a terrible, terrible demon or I have assuaged one. I'm not uh, sure which. So the only problem with being in more than one game with me is that Avalon has already seen what's about to happen. <laughs> so this will be very similar to to what went down in, in, in Iron Fangs. So Avalon's like, oh, I've seen this show. <laughs> but for a very specific reason. Uh, very specific reasons and certain things that certain people have in other campaigns and certain circumstances that are all part of this world. That being said... <laughs> You're welcome. It was a gift for you. Yes. It's, it's sort of like a, a repeat for Avalon. So, uh, I'm sorry, Avalon. <laughs> You wanted to be in multiple games. Why are you games? apologizing? Uh, are you apologizing? Stop it. Okay. Well, just because it's like, it would be one of those things where like, oh, you've already, like, you're like, I know what this is. <laughs> you're good. It's almost midnight. I got to get up at 630 in the morning. So I'm like, we're getting checked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're getting good. there. I don't remember what I remember. So we're good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> As you kind of just place the hand and plop it down, you are painlessly... And immediately just transported. The world around you kind of, uh, it seems to distort and kind of bend back. And you can see the walls, very silent hill around you, start to crumble and fade like flakes or embers from a fire. And just, and as the facade around you transforms, it transforms from the familiar stone walls of the waterworks of Gond to this, what seems to be a cave-like structure. Imperfect stone with these stalactites that seemingly have these uh, little shiny bits of, of metal, almost like mithril in them, but these veins that run down these stalag uh, stalactites that have this faint silvery, sometimes green glow to them. And as you look up, you can see that your hand is holding another. And in that moment, you look up and you can see what seems to be a sobbing, uh, sobbing woman or feminine presenting person. 
You are grabbing a smooth, delicate right hand. Nails painted black, but there is on the index finger this ominous, large sort of silver claw that has these skull designs etched into each of the knuckles and it has like a pointed, uh, pointed steel point that has this sort of dull glow to it. And if somebody actually poked you with this finger weapon, it would probably at least tear an eye out. And as you look up, you can see over the right shoulder this woman with beautiful face, sort of uh, brown hair tied up in a ponytail. Um, looks a little bit like she's seen a lot, right? Very kind of almost plain in a way, right? But um, but also lovely. And there is this brunette hair, and some of it kind of covers her face. She looks like she has been sobbing for some time. And she just looks at you almost surprised. And everything else in this cave, the accoutrement, is like barren and bare. There are a few bookshelves on either sides and a few workbenches. And the altar that you are resting a hand on is this very almost veneer-like polished steel and that has these very intricate like laser-etched patterns into the top of the steel, these ancient runes that seem to glow with this actual shadow that seems to pulse through each and all of the runes. There are little bits and bobs of artifice and candles of that are black candles that glow with a green light. Uh, dozens, if, of these vials of green bubbling liquid, different than what you saw in its own way. And also these vials of black viscous oil that just litter the entire cavernous laboratory or study that you find yourself in and crawling over your beginning to crawl the top of the altar begins to move and this woman kind of just jumps back and as you look down at the altar there are hundreds of these little crawling scarabs I just and these like you know uh, a combination of like these clicking sounds these clicking insectoid sounds and like And they just begin to crawl up your arm, surrounding and engulfing your arm, these sort of insectoid machines up into your neck, and you can feel them pulling at you, infecting you, injecting you with this viscous black liquid. And this woman jumps back, and as you see her full visage, her left arm is completely dead. And there appears to be these vi these t bits of tubing that connect both parts of the arm, reinforced with these steel runes that seem to glow with this metallic energy of artifice. And this dead hand that kind of the fingers on the end are elongated, dead, and decayed. And this sort of shoulder piece that has these sort of steel pipes in the bottom of it that connect these wires up to sort of a secondary port in the bicep that pumps this thick viscous liquid in the center of her chest is the steel uh very thin steel almost like armor like an armored harness in the center of which is this green crystal this emerald that seems to glow inside of which you can see sort of these black shadows swirling inside of the gem and there is the left side of her face is completely dead and decayed. The eye is gone. And this it's almost like directly down the center with a little bit of imperfection. As you can see that one side is decayed and the other is this woman. 
And as she looks at you and you see this visage before you of this intimidating presence, you jump back with a start and you just kind of... (laughs) And just shaking it off as this sort of intense fear of these insects crawling up about to cover your face in that instinct to jump back and breathe like being suffocated as they begin to crawl into your mouth is the moment that you come back to reality and you're snapped back with this sort of impression of anger like and sort of intensity like that wasn't necessarily something that was meant for you but you got another glimpse into whatever world this is and whoever that was and you still have that sensation the last thing you remember was these insects crawling all over you and as you kind of jump back, everyone looks over and you can... What do you do in that moment? Um, basically, Simeon wants to sort of cough and make sure that the, none of those bugs have actually gotten into his into his throat. Um, but otherwise, uh, it's just going to sh- sort of shake his, hand, shake his head and see, is the hand still in his? Does he still have the hand? The hand has fallen to the ground. You have this moment where you pause and you're like, what the fuck? And that's where we're going to end the session for the evening. But I, was that, was that a, a game question or a when are we ending session? Uh, question. Uh, it was a question for Simeon, but it's fine. Um, okay. We can pick it up next time. Okay. All right. Were you just going to say you're all right? <laughs> yeah, it was just conversation okay, yeah, yeah. about what just happened. It's, it's fine. Okay. 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 So, yeah, voicing a heckin' concern, Ren kind of just makes that known. And in that moment of also seeing all of this, it's ended. So thank you, everybody. And I will send you the art of this person. I think I might have already showed it to you. You, pre- you might have already seen it because of uh, our artist friend. Did I ever show you the, the art that your friend made, Tora? No, I don't believe so. Yeah, yeah, they're uh-huh. yeah, they're really good. I don't know if I put them in. Let's see if I put in Torah. Uh, if if it's in alt, if it's in uh, NPCs. Nope. It no, it's a secret. Hi, there we go. Check out. Uh, that's our friend Torah who drew the art for Simeon as well. So, all right, everybody, thank you for hanging out with us on another episode of ESP Stormwatch. I'm gonna go around to our lovely cast members so y'all can, y'all can. Tell the people of the internet Cyberville land what you're doing, where they can find you next if they enjoyed watching you here. So we're going to go in reverse order. Avalon, who are you and where can the people find Avalon when she's not playing Rin? Yeah, so um, I also play um, Willow in the Saturday stream for ESP D&D, the, the Heavenspire game. Uh, but otherwise, I voice act for the most part with uh, Faustian nonsense shows right now. Um, I don't have any. I don't have much to update on that front, except that we have several shows in the Audioverse Awards, and voting is still up on that until October thirtieth. So make sure to check that out at audioverseawards.net. Uh, vote for your your favorite podcasts in various categories and. Um, I don't know. Maybe you'll maybe you'll find some new podcasts to check out that are in the same category as, as the ones you already like. But um, yeah, totally. And thank you. And Discord link is in uh, sorry your YouTube link uh, to all your stuff. 
and also the links to your Twitters are also in right. the chat, so you can check out those links as well. And also in the meantime, if you are queer or a witch or like tabletop role-playing games or any of those three, you can join our Discord family with lots of queer witches who love TTRPGs. And thank you also, Avalon, again. So going over to Jeff or Fathagan, what do you have going on and where can the people find you? Good evening. Uh, I am Fathagan over on TikTok. Uh, otherwise, I am Technoclave here on this Twitch. Uh, right now, don't have a whole lot going on. Uh, getting ready for finishing up, you know, getting more things together with this campaign. Uh, but I am getting ready to run a one-shot with the world-building weirdos coming up in November. Uh, so go ahead and check them out, uh, world-building weirdos on Twitch. And uh, we would love to see you there. Awesome. Thank you, Simeon. All right. Dahlia, Simeon. Ah, I said your character name. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff plays Simeon here on Alternating Mondays. All right. Dahlia, and, uh, please. Can also be found here every other weekend, hanging out in the Discord, and that's about it. I don't do much else at the moment. All right. Thank you, but we love having you here. So you can catch you can catch Dahlia here again in two weeks, playing Allure again. Uh, Dahlia and... Uh, I know you got a lot of new stuff going on, Nick. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, I'm here. Uh, I play Clem. Um, otherwise, I am Husky in the chat. Otherwise, uh, Twitch and Twitter's Amber Thist, uh, Amber underscore Thist. And on Fridays, I also play uh, Advanced 5th Edition Level Up. That system where it's like 80% D&D with other things dressed on. But I play there every Friday. Um, we're off this week, but the week after is when that'll be happening again on Precarious's Twitch. So, uh, other than that, I'm here every other Monday. Awesome. Well, thank you. And, um, Ange, what's going on with Animazing Radio and Ange's stuff? When I'm not here... I have an anime po uh, an anime podcast I am co-host of called Animazing Radio, where we have various guests from the various anime and pop culture uh, world. Um, we've had some we've had some fellow podcasters, some streamers, and anime voice actors. So if you like anime, go check that out Sunday nights at eight. Um, on a more personal note, if you want to see pictures while I'm traveling overseas on Instagram, I am Lady Angela Rose. And that's the story of my life right now. <laughs> All right, Isabits. What you got going on? Um, uh, I am here every other Monday. Uh, playing the Stone Shark Earth Genasi Shifter Terra. Um, now that's awesome. Um, yes. Every Sunday, <laughs> I'm so excited about that. <laughs> um, every Sunday, you can find me at twitch.tv slash master of rem um, for like clockwork, um, where I play the human bard Drusilla. Um, I am now in a. Um, we don't have a set day, it's just kind of when we can all get together. Um, I'm on um, twitch.tv slash original box set, um, and we are going through um, Ravenloft 
I mean, I'm playing that with um, two of my very best friends. Um, my best friend's husband is GMing for us. Um, and it's just a good time. Um, a bunch of silly people try and play a, a serious campaign. So that's always fun. Um, but other than that, you can catch me on in the Discord and hanging out and doing stuff. And that's about it. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I think uh, we're going to go and raid our friends at Blackwater D&D. &D.